Okay, that should be us, I think. All right, I think, I think. Okay. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Star Trek Europa. We were off for a week, which really makes it like three weeks, I think, we were off. Um, uh, we have, unfortunately, lost one of our players um, due to personal reasons, and uh, we will leave it at that. So we will continue with our cast primarily from season one and season two. Uh, and we'll figure out what we want to do about a fourth player, if anything, at some other point in time. In the meantime, I'm your host, as always, Jeff Harvey. You can find me at Studio Tembo in all the locations. There is a link in the description of YouTube, and I will post it whenever, wherever the video is posted um, for Linktree. Um, other than that, I want to thank everyone who's following me on YouTube. We just hit 100 subscribers today, so that's big news. Hey. Um, I've got, I just hit, I think 12 or just over 1200 on Twitch, TikTok, whatever that one is recently. And with the assistance of continuing conversations, uh, and continuing missions website, um, we have gained a substantial number of followers on the podcast side of things. So, um, for those of you who are waiting, I was working on Patreon this week. Um, I have some stuff to post, but I will probably not get it posted until Friday. So. Um, yeah, other than that, I have nothing else to add. I hope we have a good game today. Let's go ahead and do introductions. Uh, let's start with Evelyn. I'm Evelyn. I'm playing Dr. Gustave Oneat along with, um, Lieutenant Mills and Lieutenant Junior Grade Connor. I had to remember who I was for a minute. Uh, you can find me at TikTok at Pathanatrix with two X's. Um, you can also find me every other weekend on St. Pete by Night on Twitch. We are streaming uh, the court portion of Elysium for our 90-plus Discord server game. It's a lot of people. I try to help out. I'm a moderator on that, and I try to help out as much as I can, but it is hard to keep up. So No, you pretty much have to be on daily, hourly, or it gets ridiculous. Yeah. All right, Brian, go ahead. Uh, my name is Brian. I'm playing uh, Ensign Yezabeth Page along with assorted others. Uh, you can find me uh, if you find if you find the associated clues hidden throughout the episode. Yes, uh, mostly just listen to the background, and you will find out where to find him. <laughs> follow the sound of geese. Yes, follow the sound of geese. Um, which brings us to Jack. Jack, go ahead. Yes. Hello, I'm Jack. Uh, I am playing Captain Arani Ambrose, uh, still getting used to that, as well as Lieutenant Tong, which is always super fun to say. Uh, but when I am not taking way too much screen time away from everybody else on this amazing ship, uh, you can find me ruling with an iron fist over on my own channel, twitch.tv slash the people's ascension. Uh, we just started, I say just, we're three weeks in, or halfway through, of our second season of RPGs Uncovered, where I specialize in showing just how quick and easy it is to get into a new uh, tabletop role-playing game. So there is no excuse for saying, it takes too long to learn a game, it's too complicated, I will break down games for you, specifically indie games. This season we are tackling an amazing pastoral fantasy game, uh, Heroic Chord. It is very narrative-based, 
uh, focused on mashing different keywords together and having, you know, no negotiations and conversations between players and the GM to make sure that things uh, do what do what you want them to do and cost an appropriate amount. It's uh, it's a very fun collaborative storytelling game. Uh, so go check that out if you want to uh, if you want to explore that. Uh, and my newest announcement is that tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, I will be having an interview with Parable Games, the creator of Shiver. It's a classic uh, horror. Uh, horror TTRPG. It's based on all of the old, uh, you know, horror literature and movies and shows, and you can play as or incorporate those sort of horror archetypes and characters into your own horror game, be that Frankenstein or his monster or vampires, werewolves, zombies, whatever it may be. Great rules for that. And they just kicked off a new Kickstarter today, actually, for their new Gothic update to bring that up into Gothic times, which looks really exciting. So I'm going to be talking with them tomorrow on my own channel. Uh, other than that, I will post my own link tree and stop talking so we can play some Star Trek. <laughs> um, I have one last announcement I want to make real quick is there's a new show coming from Studio Tembo. Uh, it's probably going to come at the beginning of April. It's a long form interview show with uh, game designers, creators, uh, YouTube personalities, that kind of thing. So I'm um, looking forward to that. Um, that'll be Part of the YouTube, part of the, the Studio Tembo experience anywhere that you find, find Studio Tembo free stuff, you'll find that too, because it'll be free stuff. So um, with that, let's go ahead and do uh, a recap. I know we did a behind the scenes recap. We did a recap while we were behind the scenes earlier, but let's go ahead and do one for everybody else. Uh, who wants to go and take the lead? I guess Evelyn said she has 14 pages, 17 pages of notes or no. Jack had 17 pages of notes and Evelyn has a book full that she has to replace. Jack has 17 pages of notes for the whole game. Yeah. I am on my second notebook. Yes. Um, so we had started out with our signature Tongo game and then moved on to the library where we discovered that Dr. Foxwell had turned off Eva's voice modulation. And yeah, not not a not a fan. <laughs> um uh, so we definitely fixed that problem. Um, there were no orders not to, so, you know, everything's fine there. Uh, we got a distress signal from a friendly freighter, Lupex Lotnam, uh, discovered that they were being attacked by Pacleds. The Pacleds fled into the neutral zone. We could not pursue, um, you... Oh, I don't remember how this is pronounced. Ugesto? Ugesto? Uh, Ugesk. Ugesk. Oh, that's a K. Aha. All right. Sometimes I can't read my own writing. Ugesk. Yes, Ugesk. Declared himself the ruler of the star system. Despite us being well within Federation boundaries. Right. Um, backwards. Friggin' back. And then a Romulan warbird to cloak and scared them. And we left them to their own devices. Which is a thing that On... they should do. Romulan warships yeah. should scare you. <laughs> yes. Indeed. And decloak on the other side of the neutral zone in super menacing fashion. Yes. Yeah. It's what they do. It's what they do. Um, uh, the pack-led ship was fairly large, if I remember, uh, near our size. Which Is that unusual for right. pack-leds? 
I thought Packlet ships were usually smaller. Uh, I mean, your ship isn't really that big. It's only your only size four, right? Source five, That's true. five. Yeah. I mean, we're not in a galaxy or anything. Yeah, it's a um, you're a moderately sized ship. They're a fairly moderately sized ship, large for Packleds, not not large okay. for Federation. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, but they also had some fancy like NOS system set up and sped into the neutral zone, and they had Romulan and Klingon disrupt disruptors and a potential. Orion warp signature. So they were all over the place. Yep. As pack leads are. It's when you cobble stuff together, you know. Anything else? Uh, yes. Then we went back to the Platinum, who was a little messed up. And we, let's see, Mills Tong and Yezabeth went over to the ship to fix their stuff. We discovered that their, their cold storage seemed a bit odd um the manifest didn't quite mess match the readings we were getting we discovered that they were actually hiding hiding hauling storing trains they were hiding yeah. they were hiding and uh, and in 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 uh you know exact secret agent tong uh <laughs> You know his how, how he is would not leave well enough alone and insisted yeah. to poke around. Yes. We broke. What do we break? Uh, the the module we cut the we overloaded the connection yeah, that was siphoning right. life support surge. from the refrigeration system into the life support module. Yep, which the diamond was very upset about. Um, but we we uncovered and unfroze the Antedians, who were also very dist distraught. Um, but it seemed like they were actually there of their own free will and had requested to transport themselves that way. We were very helpful and escorted them to Starbase 173. Because that's where they were going. Uh, well, in theory. Who defunk the fish like their sardine can? <laughs> Uh, but they did say they were on their way to Orion space, but there is no legitimate Orion space in this area. Right. Only syndicate stuff, Orion syndicate stuff. So we, uh, we politely insisted that we take them back to Starbase 173 and get it all sorted out. Correct. Hang on one second. I apparently need to turn off my notifications so that they don't wind up on everything we do. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. Anything else anyone wants to add? That sounds about like everything we got. I think it's everything. Uh, the pack leads did, did warp galactic South and we alerted Narendra in case they get in more trouble. Right. Um, uh, show up again. Uh, so as we open the, you've spent some time, on station uh 172 i believe is what the station was um 173 sorry um things have been good you've, you've gotten repairs any repairs that need to be done that kind of thing um and uh you're getting ready to set out again um back into the into the wild wild yonder that is space in this region um did you have anywhere particularly you wanted to go? Uh, were you gonna? Did you guys have a plan to stay, stick around in this sector? Did you want to uh, move on to a different sector? We we didn't discuss at the end of last session what we, where we wanted to pick up this session. 
Um, so that might be a good opportunity to have the crew sitting down, uh, or at least the first officer and the XO, the first officer and the XO, the same person, the first officer and the CO, um, having a discussion as to what you plan to do next, uh, maybe in the ready room. What do you think of that? Uh, we should definitely have that discussion. But as a reminder, uh, before the pack led issue and all that, we were flying the colors around the neutral zone on our way to um, the expanse proper to check on Halloran Station again. Right. That was our. Uh, and if we can pick up any secret distress signals or secret Romulan communications along the way, you know, bonus. Right. right. So if we want to continue on to Holler and Station, that's something we can definitely do. Uh, let's go ahead and have the conversation, uh, a, a conversation between uh, the captain and XO, just to whatever you guys want to get done right there. And then we'll do our opening credits and then we'll um, jump in. Um, if you guys want to have, you can also have anyone else you want to have discussing the plan. Cause I know we talked about having a greater discussion of the future missions yeah. and whatnot. So. Um, well, we're not really working on any new information, right? It's more of a hashing out where, what, if you want to continue on to Halloran station, that's fine. We can just do that. I just want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Yeah, uh, on, a couple of, go ahead, Brian. What's that? We had a couple of plot hooks that we had been given in the first session. Yes. Follow up on. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we already had that discussion, or maybe I just strong armed us in that direction. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, we we you, did not have that discussion. Okay. <laughs> you had kind of strong armed us. I, the last discussion yeah, no, I remember having um, was. We're going to fly the colors and see what we see, which Dasavi was kind of concerned was code for, we're going to find the colors and I'm going to go rescue my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it worth having the conversation now or do you guys want to just head on to head on to the station? What did you, what did you want to do is the question is what I'm asking. Um, cause if you want to head right onto the station, I have stuff for that. If you want to have right. something else you want to do, I can do that. Um, I just need to know where we're starting the session. Yeah. Now. Ev, Ev, as, as XO, would you want to, would you want to talk about that? Because I don't think Ambrose has any new information or orders or questions. We're, we're just continuing on with what we were already planning on doing. It's been a month for us, but it's been like three hours for him. So, right. No, I don't think so. She said her piece. Yeah, because we had that conversation two sessions ago with with her like yeah. warning, yeah. like giving her forewarning, like, hey, make sure you're you're using your head right. and being logical about this. So I don't think there's really anything more I, I do, she would say. I do definitely want to call a senior officers meeting, uh, but let's go to the station first and just get something for that meeting to be about. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, in that case, let's go ahead and just do the intro.
right. I'm so trying to. That's all right. We uh, we can t- pick up with you guys heading to the Halloran station. Halloran station. Um, anything that anybody wants to do right before we get there, we can have that happen. Um, but you're in route to Halloran. Um, last you remember, oh, I, I thought you meant uh, station one seven three. I thought there was. Yeah, that's, I thought. There I was. thought there was a conversation there or something going on there. Oh no, I didn't have anything at, at one seven three. That was more of a just to let you guys pick up and see what you okay. want to do. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, um, never mind. We should call a meeting to talk about Halloran then. Right. So we're in route to Halloran Station, and I will go ahead and put you guys uh, in a room for that. So um, I'm assuming uh, senior officers. Yeah. Since, yeah. We're kind of, since we're kind of time skipping, uh, I think we may have offered to like escort colonists because the, the Halloran Station is being inhabited, right? Correct. They're beginning to... Colonists are beginning to move that way. Yes. Okay. So since it makes since it makes since we're going that way anyway, it makes sense for us to ride escort on some colonists headed that way. Sure. Okay. They'd probably have their probably have their own ship, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but even then, uh, if they, if if we're going that way anyway, let's protect them. Right. Um. Just for. Jack's knowledge, what were the other little, what were the other, you know, quests we were given? Because I think I I focused on Halloran and I've lost all of the other ones. Right. So there was the Halloran station thing. Um, and then there was the information about the other colonists going out to uh, this area that was discovered recently that had a lot of planets. Uh, the col- colonists weren't headed there yet, but there was a section of, of space that there were a lot of planets discovered by probe. Um, right, but that was also out past Halloran. Correct. But that's yeah. on the way too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was mostly it. There was this, the the background information of what was going on with the Klingons, the Romulans, uh, Halloran Station becoming something that is being um, utilized by Starfleet now, and and that people are going to colonize, or at least use as a use as a launching point for future colonization, right. um, and then the stuff beyond that. So. Yeah, I, 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 if I remember correctly, there was no other reason to go any other direction. So we went in this direction because it was either Halloran Station or going past Halloran Station. Right. Or am I forgetting? So you kind of went up and around the other way. Halloran Station and all that's over to the one side, over to the eastern side. You guys went along the western front up to the eastern side, but it's not a big deal. You went to do that to fly the flag and all the other stuff. So okay, it wasn't a straight path, but yes. Okay, uh, and there's nothing wrong with Halloran. Uh, we're just now escorting colonists and there was talk about reintegrating the SSH, right? Correct. There's yep. no yeah, crisis or anything. SSH, there was concern that the Federation is moving too quickly because instead mm-hmm. of taking the time to suss it all out and make sure everything's still kosher, they're like, oh no, let's just colonize. Yeah. And like colonists do. The air is breathable. Flag. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, there have been no major crises that anyone can recall on Holleran Station, or that have been announced anyway on Holleran Station, um, other than a huge influx of people going to the station where the station may or may not be ready for that. So, uh, Do we have any more preliminary information on any of these M-class worlds that were detected? Not yet. Anything else in the room? No. Okay. No, just the that there is that going on and they want you guys to go investigate further. Okay. Uh, yeah, so let's call a senior staff meeting in the briefing room. 
Okay. Uh, so obviously, Captain First Officer Oniet, uh, and Yesbeth, right? Yep. Anyone else have a reason to be there? Costra uh, probably would have declined yeah. the invitation. Okay. Costra and Philba and Mills. Yeah. Um, Dr. Foxwell will also be there. Foxwell will be there. Uh, if either of you want your security officers there, it would make sense to have at least one of them, but you'd be playing two people, potentially. Right. Uh, it be mostly silent background people, unless... Yeah. Uh, and since Kostra declined, he may have sent Tong just as an engineering representative, so if he can want... hang out in the background. Sure, if you want Tong there, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Yezabeth will go ahead and display a holographic representation of the station uh, uh, above the table, just for dramatic effect. Uh, is that something uh, Yezbeth made? Uh, yeah, based on sensor readings from the last time they were there. All right. Uh... I had so an image are... of it in the other system. I don't have it one in this one. So <laughs> just remember that it looks really big. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. We're continuing our, our way on to Holleran Station, uh, escorting these colonists. I imagine it'll be a short stop off, but I wanted to call a meeting and uh, ask for opinions. Last time we were there, it was quite a whole thing. But I don't. I'm not sure they really have any use for us. However, there seems to be quite a treasure trove of sensor data to sort through and explore out past that way. So I figured that would be something fun for, uh, especially Yesbeth here on sensors. Interesting uh, emotions towards the hologram. Can I do a science roll and? Uh, say that this is something I've read in my off time before this meeting, and then we can just do Q and A's uh, about these planets based on the information that Starfleet already has. Um, sure, there, sure. There's not a ton of info because it's mostly just sensor data that from probes. But sure, sure. Go ahead and that, go ahead and would be good to present at the meeting. Yeah, go ahead and make the roll. You've got six momentum already. So, all right. Uh, go ahead and use one of those momentum. Uh, that is five successes. Uh, so uh, well, anybody keep, anybody can use those QAs uh, plus plus the ship. So oh yeah, well the uh, the ship wouldn't have been the one doing the readings. It would have been right, but it would have been as far as getting the information, the data to you, and everything else with the oh, AI see. and yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So you want a ship roll? Yeah, you can add the ship on. Uh, sensors science. Sure. one dice. I have to remember how to use this sheet. I think I'll <laughs> click this button. That right, chip didn't help anyway. No. All right. So you've got five. Oh, uh, that's a 20. That's a complication. Okay. If it matters. So some of the information may not be 100% accurate. <laughs> cool. 
Uh, well, Elizabeth uh, will bring up the information we do have. Uh, how many planets are there estimated to be? Uh, so the Starfleet doesn't have a direct number of ships or of, of planets. What you've got is there are about a dozen systems that have at least five planets each. Some of the moons may, may be class M as well, or at least inhabitable. Um, but it's just a, a huge number of potentially uh, class M worlds. Starfleet's initial findings is it looks like there might be as many as 50. Hmm. Wow. Uh, Captain, well, the, uh, the the range of planets is just phenomenal. Uh, it may not even just be worlds that are class M. It might be moons themselves. Some estimates are as high as 50. In five star systems. That's what the sensor. That's what the readings show. But I figure Starfleet wants to get us to get a closer look to be to confirm that. Right. I'm. Uh, that's not my area of expertise, but that sound that does sounds like an unusually high concentration of livable worlds. Uh, another question: uh, Have they detected any signs of advanced civilization? Uh, the planets, as far as they can tell, are not do not have any radio communication or anything of the, uh, anything along those lines. They haven't gotten close enough for like in depth surveys. Yeah, sure. But they're not reading any kind of like warp signatures. There's no. Uh, well, that's only kind of true. There is evidence of warp. Um, in of, of warp things in the region, but they've also seen the Aren in that system, which oh, okay. are which are the space whales. Space whales. There don't there don't seem to be any signs of civilization, but there are some signs that maybe the RN the uh, whale creatures we encountered uh, mm. early, earlier in our mission uh, may have traveled through the system. But as far as as far as we can tell, nobody nobody else has uh, explored this area. Not currently, or not anymore. Our uh, our archaeologists and anthropologists might get lucky, and we'll. Find a treasure trove of ruins or something. Isabel, I doubt the space world whales are uh, terraforming these these planets. You never know, Captain. You never know. That's true. Given the given the proximity to this Halloran, sta Halloran station, it makes sense that perhaps whatever civilization here cultivated life may be terraformed some barren worlds to suit their needs. That's a good point. We could definitely use more information on those people. Unfortunately, much of that was lost at Holleran. Mm -hmm. uh, you got three more. Yeah. Um, are there any significant uh, spatial anomalies like black holes or... Um, There's a large nebula on the... Uh, well, they sort of almost orbit the large a large nebula that is uh, um, quite turbulent. What's interesting here is uh, the planets seem to be uh, revolve or the systems themselves seem to be revolving around this location. Which you'll zoom it in. It's some kind of nebula nebulonic turbulence. Hmm. We. Should investigate at a safe distance. Uh, launch another probe. Yeah, the worlds are not with are not within the nebula, but they're close to the nebula. 
right kind of kind of bajor in the badlands kind of thing are they rotating okay. around it you've made it sound like they were yeah, orbiting. that would be unusual no they're not not directly orbiting around it no but they're kind of in a pseudo orbitus like the the orbits of the things are all kind of connected you can tell there's some kind of interconnectivity either maybe some of the worlds were their gravity is interacting on yeah the gravity is definitely interacting mm-hmm. yeah. so it could be related could not it could it could be related uh, we'd have to get a closer look to know for sure of course uh, i assume you can work with our uh, navigation team silva plot a plot a proficient course to check all of these systems out i'll uh, i'll get started on the most efficient route to cover the most planets very good is there any specific priorities we want to worry about If possible, I think it would be prudent to start with the worlds that would seem unlikely to be naturally class M. Things outside that golden zone. The most anomalous planets. Right. Uh, Q&A question. Extra higher concentration of livable worlds. Gotcha. Uh, Q&A question. Uh, are there any worlds that we detected that seemed particularly unusual in any of the systems? Uh, the biggest unusual thing you would find is that there is around the fifth planet, I think, of one of the systems, roughly where Jupiter would be uh, in our system. Um, there are a number of moons that are class M, and that is unusual. The planet, the, the planet itself is not habitable, but there are a number of planets that are a number of moons that are on it that are class M is the planet like a gas giant. Yes. Okay. This gas giant seems to have a, a number of habitable worlds around it. Truly the, I doubt that this could be coincidence, captain. Right. Right. Sure they're not sensor misreadings that I, I can't say for certain the probes was notoriously the, these long distance probes can be notoriously unreliable. I figure that's why Starfleet wants us to go take a look. That's why we're here. I think we should also keep an eye out for dormant artificial stations, satellites, space stations, uh, derelict ships, anything that might not currently be giving off, giving off any easily detectable signals, but with such a high concentration of livable worlds, there might not be anything current here but with with so many so many class m areas i would assume there would be space stations sensor satellites communication grids when we get to this when we get to halloran i can take a metallurgic scan of uh a metallurgic scan of the station itself might be able to help us detect any other stations that lie dormant uh within the area it's a good idea and also brings up a worry after everything that happened there. Uh, can you work with Tong to make sure that our firewalls are appropriate to deal with any additional possible AI incursion from similar technology? Sure. Yeah, I don't see why. I don't see why not. Especially with Eva in its current state. I suspect Doctor Foxwell says I suspect there shouldn't be any real. Um, 
difficulties with creating a large, a, a more robust firewall system. Uh, Eva has uh, a great amount of resource, uh, a resource of knowledge uh, when it comes to the encounter that happened at the Holleran station previously. I believe that uh, I can create a, a more robust structuring. Very good. We should also make sure that her backup uh, backup storage is properly protected and perhaps even isolated. It was required the last time we dealt with this problem. Of course. I, go ahead. No, I, I, that was just of course. Uh, I had a quick out of character question. Mm -hmm. Can we name these things? Or is that something you want to do? Name the planets? You can name them all you want. Okay, cool. Uh, they they have names, but they're not Starfleet names. You can name them whenever you want. <laughs> I mean, it, it helped with talking about it, uh, other than like, that, hey, that, that big gas giant we were talking about. Right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hmm, let's see. I think the, the we could call the nebula the um the maelstrom does that work for y'all it, it actually works out quite well because that's actually what it's called so <laughs> surely by Nicely coincidence done. Surely by nebula. nebula cool cool and uh we could call the gas giant uh um alpha six does that work works for me it is the you said it was the fifth planet, right? It would be oh, the yeah. same as Jupiter, whatever Jupiter is. So you got Mercury. It's an ironic name. You've got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Mars Jupiter, and then Jupiter, right? So it'd be five. Yeah. So what we call it, J six, J six, or five, because it's the fifth one. Oh, it's the fifth one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, J five, J five, the the J five constellation. That's good. A constellation of planets or of moons, right? So it'd be it'd be J five is the, I got you. You call it whatever J5, you want. The J five system because it'd be a lunar system, right? Uh, I believe that. I believe that's it. My name more as we as we discover. Yeah. I love naming you. Uh, actually, right. could I could I get a doc? Just uh, not a doc, but like a. Um, Note in uh, roll down. twenty, yeah, that I can just note this stuff. Yeah, how do I do that? Something I can do? Yeah, just create a handout, and make sure, and make it edible by me or everybody. Handout can be edited by all players. I will just call it mystery note. There you go. Perfect. Uh, you didn't need to make it visible to me too. Shut up. <laughs> Show to everyone. There you go. Cool. Thanks. Uh, we should come up with a name for this whole cluster. Maybe the it has been so far been it has been referred to as the Valley of Plenty, Valley by, of Plenty. by the Starfleet researchers who found it. But you can name it whatever you want. That's a good enough name for me. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, did anybody else have anything? I think, but I think I had at least one more question last. You have one uh, more. We can bank it for momentum to replace the one I took. Wait, what? 
Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I I will turn to Foxwell, uh, who is Lieutenant. Yes, uh, Lieutenant, uh, with your expertise in AI, uh, you may be familiar with our SSH. Uh, his original program was copied onto Halloran, and it's been quite a while. I imagine the two personality matrices have diverged quite a bit. Do you foresee any problems with reintegration or will they be distinct entities at this point? Well, they're not true AI, so we could certainly reintegrate them uh, and overlap their, uh, their programming. Um, the more advanced of the two, the one that has created the most uh, memory pathways would be the more dominant of the two, but we could run some uh, uh, um, uh, some scripts that would allow for a more uniform integration. But they're very limited AIs. They're not, I mean, it's pretty basic AI material there that we're working with. Uh, well, get started with whatever programming you may need to help facilitate that. Do you want them integrated equally or kind of an as-we-go-we'll-decide kind of thing? Let's leave our options open. All right. I want to. I want to know what this new SSH has experienced on Halloran. Uh, they've definitely been performing well beyond their initial parameters. Yes. Uh, which brings me to um, Eva as well. There have been a number of uh, instances where I believe this uh, AI has become contaminated in some ways from its experiences. Um, I've noted something from a, a inverse. Uh, you had traveled into uh, past an event horizon and encountered another Eva there, uh, as well as the encounter with Halloran Station um, and the several times that Eva has diverged into the backup systems of the uh, 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 shuttle system. Um, it may be wise to consider... Um, targeted reboots of the EVA system. Can you explain that further? Wouldn't that lead to essentially memory loss? It would, uh, more or less. But again, with the corruption of the data, it might be easier to um, viably understand the growth of this AI uh, measurably understand the growth of this AI um, going forward. There are some concerns that your crew have brought up with the way that the AI has functioned given the, uh, the, uh, the SSH um, or the uh, medical hologram, um, as well as the experiences that this uh, AI has been fixating on things of uh, the death of your free previous captain and things like that. It, it may be wise to um, to find a more uh, level ground to start this AI, uh, to, to, to continue this AI's uh, progression. Um, uh, the machine has exceeded, I believe, our design specifications originally, and uh, while I have not had time to speak with Dr. Maddox, I believe this would be his recommendation. I'm going to look over to Oneyat, and you can definitely feel conflict in Ambrose, 
Uh, Foxwell makes a lot of logical sense from a security standpoint. It sounds like a great idea to just reboot and start over, back up any hard data without any personality attachments, and keep going. But he has been begrudgingly coming over to the fact that he was probably sentient, and he personally has a problem with messing with people's minds and like actively removing or adding things. So he's going to look over to you because you look like you also have some words to say on this. Yeah, no, those were all Dasabi's facial expressions the whole time Foxwell was speaking. I am paths. <laughs> I think, Lieutenant, as leery as we have been about Eva and her potential to take control of the ship without our our will. Um, I think there are ethical implications we have to consider before simply rebooting her and setting her back to default. As you've said, she has exceeded your expectations and the parameters that you expected her to, I think some of that above and beyond may be a level of sentience that you and Dr. Maddox were prepared for. I would be very hesitant to declare any of it a sentience. Uh, it is an advanced AI, the same as the doctor uh, or as the, the SSH that you have. Um, they may seem the doctor doesn't pop in to have random conversations or the doctor doesn't have the access to these things they may again it may seem that the the eva program has um sentience but it's a it's an anthropomorphic an anthropomorphizing uh, nature of humanity to do this kind of thing i would be hesitant um to to go so far as sentience uh, at this point, anyways, there is still some discussion as to whether or not its original design comes from anything with capability of sentience, even though Starfleet had ruled that there may be some sentience. Uh, it was never clearly defined. Uh, and I think we need to be careful in assigning Europa uh, a sentient um, system, as that is the ethical implications thereof could also be quite dramatic um, and again this is a machine that we can simply unplug and reset at our whim uh that by all technicalities we can simply unplug and reset anyone at a whim we have the technology to do so perhaps that doesn't mean we should i think this at this point and she looks at ambrose i think this bears further exploration Tong is also in the background, like wearing a button off of a <laughs> off of a pad, like just doing that wiggle thing, like real nervous, nervous tick. Um, Ambrose is just going to nod, but I think I think Tong is going to have a little bit of an outburst here. He's going to lean forward. She's she's real. You you can't you can't just take memories away. How how would how would you like if you forgot all of your training? Tong. The lieutenant brings up an excellent point, but again, uh, 
at the moment, I'm only suggesting targeted uh, resets of subsystems of the system of, of Eva. Um, and it's something I can work around for the moment while you contemplate further. Uh, however, again, since we do not necessarily understand the full implications of some of the things we're seeing from the Eva system from from the synapse, uh, we don't necessarily know how it will progress in the future. Uh, as again, we are beyond some of the design specifications. Uh, I can only speculate as to the potential uh, risk reward that the Europa will face without doing some of these resets. You make a lot of good points, Lieutenant. I will definitely keep them under advisement, but I also think it's important to remind myself as well as everybody else exactly what our reason for being out here is, and that is primarily to find new life, new civilizations, new people. We may be verging on something like that, whether it's a conundrum of our own creation we are as you said we don't know where this program stands and until we figure that out i think the prime directive would dictate that we don't simply we don't take undue action to tamper with the development of a possibly sentient, possibly growing new mind. But if we ask Eva, she might be okay with it. Well, and that will be part of the exploration. It is certainly an option. However, um, don't always give a child the, the choice in its up care up upbringing and, and care um, however in the mean until we come to some sort of further conclusion i can simply work around the current issues um i will be having to take several of the biogel packs offline for a few days uh, just to complete some uh, more advanced diagnos diagnoses but there should i do i expect no complications i would say get everything prepared for whatever procedures you deem necessary, but hold off until we know more. Very well. He kind of goes back to his pad. and uh, Do we have any more concerns uh, about our current route, about Halloran? Anything beyond? I don't believe so. All right. Well, then I'll leave it to you, Yezbeth, to keep our sensors looking in every direction. I'll see what I can dig up before we get there. Very good. Uh, if you find anything that even remotely looks like evidence of previous civilization, go ahead and pass that on to our uh anthropology team be a good idea to keep them in the loop yes yes kept if okay dismissed everyone else. okay 
Um, the Savi will walk out with Tong and just kind of wander with him wherever he's going. Okay. I was going to give you a, a mental reading on him, but he's Ferengi, and you can't. Yes, no, can't. So, and are you are you like stalking in the background? Like, how how are you following Tong? Because oh no, she's just like she's just I mean, walking with him. She's not a, like stalking him. Like, there's there's no reason for the doctor to follow him back to engineering. I know. Okay. Just walking next to him, not saying anything. Yeah. 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 Silently. I, no, I don't we... think you need to be empathic to notice that he's growing increasingly right. nervous. <laughs> when we get clear of the bridge and all the people and have a moment of privacy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the turbo lift. Would be well, great. yeah, as soon as you get in the turbo lift. Yeah. He's, he's keeping to himself. He's got that pad that he's still like. He's now broken a button off, off of. But- yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, bro- he's broken the button off. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> Trying to put it back together. Well, you'll have something to do, I suppose. You okay? Uh, uh yes, Doctor. I, I, I am, I am well. Thank you. She just looks at you dubiously. You, it doesn't take an empath to see that you are not. I know you and Eva are close. I can imagine the thought of her being rebooted is clearly very distressing. It it just it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. Foxwells is quite the polar opposite of Lieutenant Shabarnea. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard yeah. adjustment. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wish, I wish she had stayed on. And I, I understand why, why, why she had to go and all that. But I, I think, I think we'd all be better off, especially Eva, if, um, if, if she was still around. You, you know, Foxwell turned off her voice. Like, who does that? I wouldn't want somebody turning off my voice. Probably yeah, shouldn't have said turn that. Turn the CMH off. Yeah. He's far more annoying than Eva is, though. I, I've heard. Yeah. I am inclined, given her growth, to lean more on. Lieutenant Shabaraneva's side of things. We will certainly, before allowing any reboots, do everything in our power to make sure that she is, she either is or is not sentient. Um, if she is sentient, I cannot in good conscience. Well, how, how, do, how, do you, how do you know? How do you know that I'm sentient? Uh, how, do, how do I know that you're sentient? She, 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 she speaks just as well as you do. True. Better sometimes. The line between sentient and not sentient with artificial beings is very fuzzy.
and this is the question that philosophers far greater than us have debated for centuries upon centuries. I don't I don't understand why why humans make such a big deal about creating these 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 AIs and and whatnot and then you know every time they they do something that you know they didn't expect they just turn them off. Fear, ego. Frustration with themselves. Well, I, I just, I, I, I think we do a lot of talking about Eva, uh, with without a lot of talking to Eva. You're right. I think that. Lieutenant Hage's suggestion to speak to Eva is a good one. I, I think I will try to reach out to her in my own way. I don't know if it'll work, but if it does, I'd say that would be definitive proof of sentience. I, I, has emotions, it's sentient. I, I, I think if, if we just talk to her like she's a person and not like a wall console, you know, you'll get a lot more out of her. Not wrong. Uh, well, uh, Kostra has me working on recalibrating some of the warp coils, so I should probably go do that. By the, by the time the, the turbo door opens. Right. Uh, commander? Scares away. Put right. back up to the, to the bridge. bridge I yeah. All right. Um, anyone else have a scene they want to do? I think, Brian, you said you were, it sounded yeah. like you were going to do one. I have something. It's less of a scene and more of a, more of a uh, mechanical thing. Sure. Our ship our ship has the talent modular laboratories. Yes. I, I, Yesbeth is going to take the time in transit to configure those modular laboratories to be set up for planetary survey. Sure. So, uh, one room will be set aside to like have drones that can be uh, dropped into a planet's atmosphere to do quick surveys. One's going to be set up to do like analysis on artifacts or you know things that are be set up and another one will be configured towards uh like bio you know studying biological readings and that kind of thing right um earth planetary sciences that kind of stuff so that does well that gives you advantage on stuff right yes mm -hmm. yep. all right anybody else everything that they wanted to bring up before we get into the halloran station area <laughs> All right. I think it would be good to have a conversation with the SSH, but I can't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I already take up too much time myself. <laughs> right. No, no, no. You can always, ask, as far as I'm concerned, you can always ask for a senior twenty characters. Oh no, I, I just, I just mean Ambrose talking to the SSH. <laughs> right. So I think that conversation that would actually probably fall to Yezabeth. Since probably, she is the, yeah. she is leaning towards the operations department now, and that would be an ops thing. That would be an ops thing. Uh, if you have anything, you would want to talk to him. 
about, uh, but you know, concerns with reintegrating we can, uh, a separate personality. We can we can implement both scenes. Like maybe she's relying on his help getting the inventory set up for to set up the laboratories, and she'll start asking him about uh, reintegration while while they're doing that. Sure. Okay. Does that sound, sound good? Sure. Uh, so, uh, so she's going to him, and she's going to say. Uh, do we have any of those J35 quad thrusters? I mean, I could get some replicated, I know, but I, I wanted to see if we had any in store. We do have a few spare laying around. Good. I'll take, I'll take as many as you've got. If you could just send them to the laboratories, I'll put the, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put them to good use. I don't think as many as you got is anything I can put on the official paperwork. Please give me a number and then I can fabricate near limitless numbers of these. Let's see. Okay. Uh, 10 drones with four engines each. So that'd be 40. Can can you make that happen? Easily doable. Good. So, hey, how do you feel about the upcoming, well, we're going to, finding you again i have been here on this ship well yeah but there's another you there have you considered what that's going to be like i'm sure that program has been keeping up with his duties as i would have sure but integrating it into yourself that's got to be well quite the experience i would not know no I, I guess you wouldn't i maybe it's something like the the joining process you know you're sure that that other person's you but you are getting memories that are that are unfamiliar maybe i can help do you I'm not sure how similar those instances would be. Again, I would not know. Well, um, it should be a simple reincorporation of raw data. Sure, in theory, yeah, but you're going to be having double the experiences of double the time. That sounds quite efficient. I suppose efficient is one way to put it. Are you looking forward to it at all? I look forward to making sure that this ship has everything it needs in proper order and in proper quantity at the proper time. As to what this other program looks forward to, I can't speak of, but... From what I understand, it is performing a job much more big picture. All right. Well, I spend most of my time in my own office when needed. Sure. Yeah, I would. I would assume so. Well, you know, if things don't end up going according to plan, or if you just want to talk to somebody, you know, I may 
maybe it is more like joining than either of us uh, would have thought. You can always talk to me. Or if you, your program needs a tweak, I can help you with that too. Very good. It is encouraging to know that I can be properly maintained as well. That's what I'm here for. Maintain. Good luck. I mean that. I'm not sure luck has any factor in the reincorporation of two programs. Uh, well, uh, then I hope uh, I hope the transition is smooth. You would have to speak to the new lieutenant about that. I'll make sure and talk to him about it. Uh, and those engines, I need those engines. I've already begun the replication process. You can pick them up at 1700 hours. You're great. Uh, and she- I, I assure you, I am very much real. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got you. Was there anything more you wanted out of that scene? No. Uh, I, I think that's good. Um, would would you, uh, you know, dismiss him, turn him off, or would the SSH have? Because I imagine, just like early Voyager, like the SSH does not have the capability to come and go as he please. Um, uh, whatever would be standard protocol, I think should do, unless he like specifically asked to be left on. That would be I think to turn him off. Looking at you, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think she'd turn him off then. Uh, uh, well, uh, see you on the other side. Joe, turn him off. All right. I'd, I'd love to see the progression of the SSH, but sure. since we haven't had much, I assume he spends most of his time turned off, just like the right. EMH, until somebody needs something replicated or a ledger filled out. Right. <laughs> Out of character. I'm very excited for it. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, with that, the uh, ship. Oh, man. Hang on. There we go. There's some definitely some upload issues today. With the speeds. Um, weird. Um, with that, uh, the Europa will arrive at Holleran Station. Let's go ahead and take five, though. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Let me come back to this here. And five minutes after our five-minute break ended, we are back. Um, oh, yeah. I have sound. Okay, good. All right. So... I engaged the human. What's that? I said it's my fault. I engaged the human. Ah, yes. Um... Jackie had made an appearance in the blurby parts of your green screen while you were gone. Um, so with that, uh, we left off with the crew heading to Holleran Station. Uh, Europa arrives at Holleran Station. Uh, it is the big impressive station that we remember from before. I do not have an image of it because it was kept over in Fantasy Grounds. Um, and I never got around to moving it because that's how good I am at this. Um, so the station is a massive imposing structure, uh, that is, uh, 
Halloran Station was the one that was around the Black Hole, correct? Yep. Yes. Being powered by. Yes, drawing power from and being powered by, essentially, uh, a large black hole. Um, the station is uh, quite large, as I said. There are a number of starships around it. Uh, they are mostly colonization ships. Um, there are a number of worker drones, worker bees, not worker drones, worker bees, and small fellow craft um, flitting around the outside, tending to repairs of the main structure, of the, the superstructure of the station. Um, there's a lot more power on the station than before. You can see that most of the decks are actually functional um, or at least reading as functional um and you are getting a number of life sign readings from aboard the station um a lot of humans mostly uh and as you approach uh you are contacted by a familiar voice uh, that sounds like the ssh uh, requesting uh, uh or reaching out to 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 determine your docking status essentially Is this a hail or is this just it is a computer talking to navigation? It is computer talking to navigation. Okay. Uh, uh, because, will, yeah. Go ahead. Silva will put in uh will will give him the approach and follow his orders for a geosynchronous orbit. Okay. I guess it wouldn't be geosynchronous since it's a space station. You know what I mean. Right. It's synchronous orbit still. Yeah. Um, all right, these uh, you know, repair craft and whatnot are they all Federation or does it look like they are attempting to use station technology? No, it's all Federation currently. Okay, good. Yeah, no, it's all Federation. Um, uh, do we have uh, a name for the new commander of this station? Uh, officially, no, there is the uh, um, it was something probably you should have had, though. Um, give me one second. Theoretically, there should be at least a command, a Starfleet commander. Yeah, somebody in charge. Yes. Yeah. Right, like an early day Cisco. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. A question that totally slipped my mind. So, um, unless you want the SSH in charge. <laughs> that's going to really determine his personality. Right. No, he is in charge. The SSH is in charge of all computer function at the moment. Um, essentially taking over for the old AI. Uh, what was the holographic network in this station? Would the new SSH have spent most of his time disembodied? Or would he have been capable and encouraged to walk around and actually engage with things, likely because of staffing shortages? Well, there was no holographic projectors, but what the, he he had the option of being able to to basically port himself into most of the robots that are there. So okay, he had his own function, but then all of the maintenance droids that were not like the the one interface that you had encountered, but like all the other service droids and the big you know, combat droids and stuff. He could mark into any of those and move into any of those anytime he wanted. Yeah. But he hasn't, he hasn't been him himself. In all Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to get a, a gauge of where his head is and we'll probably have to have a further conversation about how this is going to affect 
uh, how he's developed. Right. Um, all right, let me come up with this real quick. Add character. Otak Aho. Uh, I don't have a picture at the moment, but that will be your name, Commander Otak. Aho, CNDR, O-T-A-K-A-H-O. And it'll be a Boolean. And I will come up with a photo at some point, but I don't have one currently. Okay. Anyways, uh, you are in orbit around the station, um, and uh, you are contacted by the SSH, or in this case, the station's uh, AI, which is, you know, the SSH. Um, do you want to hail the station at all? What do you guys want to do? They have not hailed you. Yes, I, I would hail station okay um on screen is a a nervous looking boolean um commander so boolean <laughs> so boolean uh, i might never looked nervous <laughs> um but anyway a nervous looking boolean um oh uh, yes uh commander uh captain my, my, my captain uh, starship europa welcome to holleran station i am commander aho and um uh, We've been looking forward to your return. Commander Ajo, very good. Uh, pleasure to be here. I'm sure we'll be exchanging personnel shortly. I know we have a number of uh, colonists and civilians, perhaps replacements, uh, coming aboard as we speak. Uh, yes, um, of course. And... Uh, uh, there are a number of colonists who uh, I've been dealing with. I'm I'm sorry, Captain. I, there's a lot going on here. Um, uh, uh, is there a situation? Uh, no, sir. It is just um, a lot of people coming in uh, and not a lot of living spaces aboard station. Uh, they've been setting up um, shanty towns around the uh, habitat ring. Um, the the issue is simply just uh, the number of people and the amount of resources the Star Starfleet has given me. Mm. Is there any way we can be of service while we're here? Uh, I could certainly use the replicator's space. Uh, we will need to replicate a great deal more, uh, mostly farming equipment, honestly. We'll see what we can do. We're en route to another mission, but it'll be some time uh, exchanging personnel. And uh, I'm under the impression that we will be returning our SSH program back to this ship. Is that going to impact your own performance? Um, 
that's a very good question. I had not considered what would happen once the, the SSH was removed. Um, we'll certainly have to figure out what we're doing. There is no alternative AI at the moment. Um, and the station does run largely on AI, but I'm certain we can figure something out before you uh, remove the SSH. There we go. Show to everyone. There you go, Commander Aho. Uh, if this would be a serious detriment to the station, we can leave this version of the SSH where it is for the time being. I just figured with how established this station has become, at least from what I've heard, that you'd, you'd have had or at least wanted your own systems up and running by now. Uh, we certainly have wanted it. Uh, and uh, perhaps your, um, your science team can assist us in getting something uh, more functional online. We do have uh, our own automated programs, much like your SSH, uh, that are beginning to come online here. Um, we could implement one of them. Um, it, it's simply something, Commander, I, wasn't, uh, I didn't have a timeline, and so it was uh, constantly being moved farther down the, uh, the, the ladder of priority. Of course. Uh, Yesbeth Foxwell, would you be able to assist in any way while we're here? Uh, yes, Captain, I believe I can find some... I, I think we can find something, yes. Both very proficient with, uh, with programming and experience with AI and other such programs. Should be able to help the transition. Excellent. Uh, we'll be looking forward to these assistance. Uh, um, he looks off camera a little bit. Um, again, Captain, you're, you're, you and your crew are welcome aboard. Um, uh, I'm going to go take care of some minor issues. Uh, it appears that there's been a uh, report of a theft. Uh, I must tend to it. My apologies, Do you Captain. require any additional security personnel? We should be able to handle a minor incident like this. Well, don't let me take any more of your time. Thank you, Captain. And then uh, the screen cuts. And I immediately turned to Dasafi with that questioning. Did you get anything from him? Aside from nervousness, what was she picking up? Mostly just that. Like, he's he clearly doesn't feel comfortable in the role he's in. Um, he is newly appointed to both his rank and positions, so... And I think head, but... definitely over his head is a, a feeling you would get. He's in over his head, but nothing terribly unusual given he is currently running a space station in the middle of nowhere. This most advanced technology. Right, yes. the most advanced unknown piece of technology we've attempted to incorporate into ours in a long time. And underprepared, it sounds like, though likely no fault of his own. Of course, uh, does seem to be a bit of a gold rush for the Federation and Starfleet can only do so much to stem that tide. Uh, as your new role as first officer, I'll leave it to you to coordinate the uh, the exchange of personnel, make sure that they're getting the resources that they need and coordinate with our SSH to make sure that they're 
requisition orders are taken care of. Uh, yes, Beth, we briefly talked about this in the meeting. Do you have any recommendations or reservations as to the reincorporation of the SSH now that we're here? I assume you and Foxwell can work between the Europa and on site there to facilitate matters. I remember the the work that Jorad did getting the uh, SSH set up in the first place. I think we can rig up something that will have an interface with a standard Starfleet vocal interface. I'll leave that to you. All right, Captain. Uh, should I take any? Should I? Should I take over an away team? I take whoever you feel you need. All right. Uh, so she'll come, uh, Tong, and I think uh, O'Connor. Uh, so that way. Because you know, just to make sure that like the econ ecology of the station's intact, we might as well do that while we're there. Yeah. And I'd be very excited to go back because you know she was just getting to the good stuff when some evil robot tried to kill us all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, we're not working any sort of on any sort of timetable, but let's try to be efficient here. Perfect. So we'll head to the. Uh, We'll, we'll bring some tools and head to the head to the. Um, we'll go straight to the AI chamber. Well, I guess we'll beam over to wherever they want to be. No, we should beam. We should beam over some farm equipment too, uh, or at least some industrial rough graders. Uh, and so maybe we beam to where. I I think we I think it's safe to say we want to see where they're setting up. So let's be there and then we'll walk to the AI area. Are are those other like the other robots? Did they survive? Are they still there? Yes. Okay. Although you did not hear anything really from them. <laughs> You've not heard a lot about them. Yeah. Sure. Uh, where's Starfleet setting up their like base of operations? So Starfleet itself is near the main uh, control system. Uh, however, that is not where the colonists are necessarily setting up. Gotcha. Well, uh, where would they direct us to be? Uh, to the Starfleet encampment, most likely. Okay. So well, we'll head to the Starfleet encampment. Is it in? Is it in one of the ecological areas or in the station? Uh, it is, it is in the habitat ring, the ecological ring, uh, near the where the AI entrance was. Gotcha. Okay. Well, perfect. Well, we'll beam there. When we beam over, what do we see? Um, hang on one second. I'm trying to adjust this bit right here so we get some actually visible, type, you know, stuff. This this stream is really bad. Um, when you beam over. Um, uh, you see what looks like a fairly makeshift, uh, not makeshift, but what you would normally expect to see like in a, a, a rapidly configured military base. There's a lot of temporary structures and the, the buildings that are there are, um, 
simple wooden structures and tent type structures and there's a lot of technology um stuff that's you know consoles and things that have been beamed over there's a few industrial uh, industrial replicators off to the one side uh there's a number of security officials um but mostly it looks pretty standard for a like a logistics station um that's trying to get set up on like a combat world sort of thing Okay. Um, there's a lot of Starfleet sold, uh, soldiers, a lot of Starfleet uh, enlisted personnel and, and marine type personnel uh, that are there. So, um, as you approach, uh, you are wow. Um, you are greeted by a couple of security officers who uh, are armed with. Who first of all? Who all is going? Uh um, Tong, Yezabeth, and O'Connell. Tong, Yezabeth, and O'Connell. And I assume a narratively appropriate number of unnamed engineers. Yeah, yeah. Engineers, security officers, all that. And O'Connor. Um, all right. So as you are approaching, um, the, the security officers are, they are armed, the, the two that approach you are armed with type three phaser rifles, um, which is pretty heavy for what you would expect. Um, given that this is a Starfleet station or it is now a Starfleet station. Um, but they, as they approach, they, uh, they, they raise their hand for you to stop and, and then shout out, uh, identify yourselves. Uh, we're the, uh... Ensign Hage, uh, we're from the Europa you awaiting. The one consults uh, consults his uh, his data pad real quick and talks to the other ones. You can't really hear. Well, Tom can hear. Um, but they're talking about you know I don't see it on my list, but uh, these keep these keep coming in. They more people coming from every starship that comes in here and uh, don't ever put anything on the paper and just complaining about, you know, not having proper clearances and things like that, that they're not getting the paperwork they need. Um, and then they, they run something on those, on the, he types, he types something quickly on the, um, on his pad. Uh, and then, all right, I've got, I've, I've got you. Come on in. Thanks. Uh, we should probably speak with your commander. Yes. Uh, it's been difficult to get um, communication uh, going here. We've had a lot of trouble with um, I, people identifying themselves early. <laughs> the commander is a very busy man, apparently. Well... We're here to make his life a little more busy, I guess. Yeah. And and then hopefully a, a whole lot easier, maybe. Hopefully. Um, I think Foxwell's also with you guys. The, the chain of command yeah. on this away team is all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would probably be... Uh, I would say Elizabeth is probably in charge of this one because she is the... Mm-hmm. closest thing to ops even though she's ensign she's yeah even though she's the lowest rank here. lowest rank yeah. she's the operations is the the primary lead department so yeah. 
Star Trek for you. Star Trek for you. Um, uh, is there anything where we can send you? A, I, I, we don't have anything as to why you're here. We're here to extract the uh, our our quartermaster from your from the ship's computer or from the station's computer, if you can believe that or not. Oh. Okay. Good luck with that. Uh, you'll want to speak with the engineering teams. Are there uh, any points into the points towards the 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 main structure of the build of of the uh, of the station itself? Um, ouch! Where the uh, the AI system, like in the hallways and all that stuff, the actual station portion of the station um, that surrounds the out the the that surrounds on the outside of the habitat area um they're being there uh i assume you know where the ai system is but it's and he gives you directions it's down around the corner and you know like walk down there until you see the sign and then take a left and i mean i'm sure you know where it is it's the engineers are down there anyway they can help you i i remember the way thanks right gonna head that way then we will unless uh o'connor and uh uh, 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 Evic, not Evic. Um, our 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 science officer wish to uh, Foxwell uh, yeah. wish to split off and check out the uh, the ecological recovery. Uh, no, Connor O'Connor was actually about to say uh, you don't really need me for extraction. I will stay here. If that's all right. It's fine by me. I, on the other hand, would like very much to see the uh, um, um, the, the AI system. I, I, uh, the sooner we can get our hands uh, in to this process, the faster we can get it uh, done. Well, well, the the I think uh, the two of us will head up to to the to uh, the AI center. Three, probably. Three, assuming Tong is going with you. Three, yeah. Sorry, I thought. Uh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. O'Connor, O'Connor is going to stay. Foxwell yeah. is going to go. It sounds like Tong and Elizabeth are going to go. I figured Foxwell would stay as well, but uh, that's fine. You can go. Yeah, Foxwell, being the AI guy, is going to go. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, O'Connor will keep one of the security officers with her. Okay. For smartness purposes. Um. Uh, Tong Tong is gonna hang hang back and and nudge over to the other security security officer. Uh, so I I understand you have a lot of people coming and going here. It look, looks looks to uh to be that you're you're spread a little thin down here. Well, um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people coming and going from the station, so it's been a lot to keep track of. Uh, uh, of course, of course. Uh, not, doesn't seem like you get a lot of time for your own uh, personal relaxation. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't had time off since I left. I uh, left the endeavor, so yeah, no. Oh, that 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 is that's a real shame. Well, I, I'm sure you're all working very hard here. Uh, of, of course, with uh, with the Europa uh, here, we're we're uh, we're we're a mighty fine ship, and uh, well, with with all these people coming and going, I'm. I'm Sure, uh, with all the number of requisitions we have, 
you know, if if uh, if I happen to come across a, an extra bottle of, of of whiskey or maybe a Dom Jock board, anything I think might be a, a you know aid, aid you in your own uh, you know R and R. You know, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know. I appreciate it, Lieutenant. In fact, uh, you let me know, and we might be able to work some kind of deal out. Excellent, excellent. Kind of nods and beaming Ferengi sharp tooth smile. Right. He, <laughs> he scurries off as uh, he kind of reaches, like raises raise his hand up and shouts at somebody. Hey, hey, you don't belong over there and starts heading that way. Um, you'll notice that on the service uh, for. Um, let's go ahead and, and if you don't mind, we'll have have, have uh, we'll bring Kostra down or Koba down for a minute to be security. Sure. Um, so that. So that uh, O'Connor isn't totally alone. Um, yeah, you can absolutely be with her. Um, so the two of you staying on the, the surface area uh, or staying in the habitab- habitable area, um, you notice that there are a lot of colonists. They, it, it feels like refugees almost. I mean, they're definitely not refugees. They're in much better condition than a refugee would be in, but that sense of... Of that, there's a sense of uh, of like discombobulation and and like necessity, urgent necessity, um, coming from the area. And there's a lot of these colonists moving in and out of the the area around the Starfleet section, um, with engineers and and uh, security officers and stuff moving around, trying to make sure that everything is moving as quickly as possible. But there's a definite disarray, um, or semi-controlled chaos that is going on in this area so never understand uh, starfleet's lack of patience it's not like the station was going anywhere. well we're we're the if if we didn't move in somebody else was gonna nobody has moved in in how many years true but nobody had found it what happens when the Romulans get word of this place? Suppose, but what's the matter? Look at it this way. We're on the fringes of the galaxy. It's good to have company. Everything is too much company. I'm sorry, could you say that again, Em? There's such a thing as too much company. Oof, I don't. I can't say I agree on that. Bolians love company. Uh, they, they have a word for isolation as bolians. You know what we call them? Humans. Dead. They're oh. dead bolians. Wow, we are very different people. I like uh, a little bit of company. Sometimes the Tongo games are too much. Oof. Well, there's nothing wrong with, you know, pairing off every now and then. You know, sometimes you and a friend are the best company. It's just being alone that's I don't jive with. I want to be alone. Well, no, that's not true. Sometimes I want to be alone. But not always. But this, this is too much. If you say so. 
uh, frankly, I'd much rather have this crowd of people than giant robots trying to laser me. Definitely that. I mean, of the two. Of the two. Much preferable. With that, uh, the group that is gone down into the bowels of the station, um, arriving at the engineer's post, um, there's a tall, uh, I don't remember the name of the race, the one that have the, the they're blue skinned with the, the fins and the, the air thing. That's who I was thinking of when I made the nervous comment. Yeah. What are yeah. Um, I can't remember what the race is called off the top of my head though. Um, but one of those is, uh, is standing there. Um, as you approach and he takes a, a inhale off of his thing. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Respirator. Um, oh, a benzerite. Benzerite. That's, That's the one. Benzites. Um, well done. I knew, I, I knew it was a B, but I can't remember what it was, but yes, benzite. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the benzite is there and he takes the little, little, little hit off his thing. Ah, command, uh, lieutenant, and uh, ensign, and lieutenant. I'm glad you're here. I've heard a great deal about your experiences aboard the Europa, and I'm excited to have you um, assisting with the SSH program. The Well, you'll have to see when you come in. Um, is there anything I can offer you? A beverage of any kind, something? Uh, I think I'm okay. We we don't want to deplete any of your uh, your your seemingly quite limited resources. We'll we'll uh, we'll just get to work. Are you growing crops here? Uh, some many of the colonists have been attempting to uh, try out new techniques in reclamation, um, and we've been running uh, terraforming operations on the station in an attempt to uh, undo some of the. Uh, extensive damage that was done in the AI's um, decline. Well, that's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that. By all means, uh, uh, we should... I can't wait to see the, the, the SSH. He's, I wonder how... Can't have changed that much, right? I will let you um, in, come with me, please. He escorts you down into the uh, into the main area where the uh, where the mother robot was at one time, and she's like the body thing is still there. the the um, The corpse that is integrated into the system is still there, uh, although. Um, Starfleet Medical has done a great deal to try to extract what they can. Um, but yeah, there's uh, uh, otherwise there's an interface there. Uh, it is a um, robot similar to interface 227 that you had encountered earlier, but it is a more up-to-date and functional, um, or it does not look to have gone native, as it were. Um, it is an actual interface that uh the the engineer officer looks and says this is uh this has been the obviously this is the area where the ai is uh primarily stationed and functional um this 
uh, droid has been this robot has been used as a vessel sometimes when the um, when the SSH is needed to uh, be interactive. The station does not have any hollow hollow projectors. Well, it has a few now, but it does not have very many hollow projectors in the system. So they're they've not been hooked to the primary AI. There's been some concern the commander has had that the um well uh, that that it's not a fully clean system and he doesn't want anything to happen where uh, they would lose control of the station i'm sure you have some similar experiences with the europa i've read uh, about uh, the eva system which is very uh, i'd like to see that if you don't mind uh and in the meantime um uh there is um uh computer uh, uh come online please Uh, at which point, uh, Jack, you can do what you want to do. Okay. They just refer to him as computer. He, okay. th this guy does. Okay. <laughs> you should correct him. Uh, okay. So I guess, I guess protocol is that the droid comes online then. Uh, you can either interface as the droid or just as the computer, as, as this embodied computer, as your, as you see fit. Or or terminals as you want. Yeah, and in, in this instance, I think the voice just plays over all the all the local intercoms. <laughs> okay. Uh, what what was this guy again? This wasn't Aho, was it? No, he's just one of the engineers. I didn't name him. He's just okay. one of the engineers that's uh, tending to the systems. Engineer, I must remind you that I am far more than the than the station's computer. But I am at your disposal. How can I help? He kind of it looks at you guys and kind of points. See, that's what I mean. Uh, uh, this is the crew of the Europa, and they've come here to discuss the uh, possible reintegration of your systems back into your original programming uh, with a replacement, I suspect, although I don't know what we're doing as far as that goes, of your systems so that we can continue functioning uh, on the station. Um, you are to give them whatever aid and assistance you can in their process. I am, of course, familiar with them, and I anticipated this outcome. Excellent. Uh, if you'll excuse me, everyone, I am going to go see to uh, one of the many things on my list today. Thank you. It's good to see you, SSH. You... I think once he leaves the room, the droid will power up and oh, walk sure. over to the group. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is good to see old shipmates it has been quite a while it, it, well I, I just saw you uh yesterday uh actually but it's you seem uh doing well she'll extend her hand to shake it i'm sure if she should shake it with the droid foxwell pops the top of his uh, uh scientific tricorder off the, the almost medical tricorder and begins just up and down scanning the robot i am not familiar with you a new addition to the crew and my name is dr foxwell i'm the head of um artificial intelligence for lack of a better term is he keeps scanning you there's been some shakeups uh, in the crew. As I would suspect in such a time. Uh, by the way, I should let you know I'm Yezabeth Page now. Uh, Jorad uh, 
gave his life defending the ship. That is unfortunate. He was quite proficient in uh, his field of expertise, invaluable in my initial integration into the system. Well, luckily, you have me. And Captain Ambrose wants you back on the ship so uh, as soon as possible. Uh, by the way, oh, oh, mm. yeah, I forgot to mention, Captain Ambrose. Yes, with Hage... With Hage's untimely departure, he would be next in line to take command. Been doing it. That he is. So, how have your systems been functioning? Uh, can you give me a diagnostic? My systems have been functioning within established parameters. I cannot say the same for the station itself, nor, more importantly, the personnel who have been here. What's wrong? He says here in a, in a with 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 a with a drip of there in his way. <laughs> oh, Foxwell puts his thing away. It's fascinating. Goes over to one of the consoles and starts sitting and starts typing, just poking at the console. I'm uh, sorry to hear that. What's what's been the issue with the station? We are incredibly short-staffed for the number of non-Starfleet personnel who have insisted on running about my station. Um, I'm sure that I'm sure that they're trying their best. They're poking into systems that have not been properly secured or examined. It's dangerous and reckless. They're just trying to get the lay of the land. I'm sure they're also incredibly irresponsible with the use of materials and do not properly fill out requisition forms. Well, uh, it's difficult enough running a station without people who are unfamiliar with protocol or in complete defiance of it. Well, then I've got good news. We're bringing you back to the ship. It will be nice to get back to a proper Starfleet vessel. Uh, Tom, uh, why why don't we go ahead and get these and get to work. Uh, he'll he'll direct the team over to whatever uh, interface system would be used. Perfect. Um, I think one last thing we do is ask you uh, what is necessary to uh, get the um, get a a replacement system in place. We've got to figure out how to get the station to run without you. Any ideas? Well, aside from fragmenting my personality even more, I think a proper integration of a standard Starfleet computer system would be in order. However, if you did not bring an extra computer core, that is a whole other matter entirely. Aha. Well, luckily... And she'll pull out a extra computer core. I have uh, the right tool of the job. I have the talent, the right tool for the job. So I look uh, down at that. Aren't station computer cores like four stories tall? Yes, but there are portable cores for things like shuttlecraft and stuff. Yeah. Well, he, he says in a scoff. I'm sure we'll have another one brought over. I think it's safe to say we would have brought one with us on the Europa. 
Well, because we knew what we knew. well that wasn't necessarily the solution that we were, that was going to be that was going to happen. Like there's really no there there hasn't been a whole lot in the way of of study as to what is going to actually be replacing the the thing. The being able to create the computer cores though is something that Europa is capable of doing. Okay, well we'll we'll, we'll work on getting you a permanent core. This will prove a good stopgap until they get while we get you offline and back to the ship. You can help us design. You can help us design a computer core that will suit the needs. Well, that without me here to facilitate matters, I'm sure that little computer core will be far superior to the current uh, administration. Perfect. Well, then let's get to work. So, uh, would you would you like me to roll, or how do you want to do this? Um. Yeah, we can do a, uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and do a control and engineering role to start getting the systems hooked up. Um, the replacement system hooked up, the replacement core hooked up anyway. Um, and then Foxwell and whatnot will you guys can all begin trying to figure out what the next step in the best way to do the the, the deintegration reintegration will be. This sounds like an extended task. Is this an extended task? The first one won't be. The second one will be. So the okay. the getting the getting the little core hooked up is not, but it will help you uh, ask a bunch of questions if you need to. What's the difficulty on getting the core hooked up? Uh, just a one. Okay. Could I have the SSH assist in the same manner that the Starship would assist? Yeah. I'll spend a momentum. Uh, do I have the SSH in here? I do. Good. Uh, control engineering. Oh, I, I assume a, uh, I assume a, uh, Computers focus supplies. Yes. So that's four total, six, five total successes. So four over. So that succeeds, and you have four momentum to spend on either asking questions related to the computer system, and really, you can ask anything we want about this, as far as the station or the integration or the the computer itself goes, anything like that, anything that's related to the topic at hand. Uh, are the environmental systems stable? Yes, in fact, they are far better off than they were uh, in your last visit here. Terrific. Are the security systems still offline? Um, they are turned off, but they are functional. The AI has control over them. SSH has control over them. Okay. Um, it, when with the uh, what is the default that they will return to once the SSH is removed? Um, based on everything you can gather between you and Foxwell and Tong and the SSH, the best you can tell is that once the SSH is removed, um, the station will function as a normal space station. The AI functions will all be disabled. Okay. So the security systems won't have any kind of functionality. The automated processors won't have any kind of anything. It'll just be a normal space station that runs like any normal space station would run. When you say the automated processors, what do you mean? So the ship had like the the station had the processors that were 
like recycling the water systems and all of that stuff, like keeping the environmental systems renewed rather than rather it was trying to anyways it was obviously failing to do that when it was the old ai um the people pulpers yeah the people pulper things that were pumping up dead people from underground um all of that stuff will just function on automation it won't have any kind of finite control um it'll all be manual control like it would be on a starship um, or a normal space station so the there'd be no AI functioning to maintain the station. It would all become jobs had to be done. They would have to be done by people. So sure. Would, would that be something that we would be able to fix in the long run? You know, not necessarily now, but they'd be offline until we can interact with it. Yeah. You can, you could, as, as you install a more advanced computer core, you can do more automation with it. Or, or if you add some kind of, self-integrated ai if you continue to have some sort of ai there you could also do that yeah that's probably outside of the scope of what we're doing here but right um, yeah but i mean i'd imagine that starships and especially stations have a lot of automated processes that are just run by the system computer which is essentially a vi as opposed to an ai correct um so we could just write a rudimentary script to keep everything functioning on like baseline foundation and then just have people at consoles making sure everything works. Right. That's exactly what will happen once the, once you change over. Yeah. Sure. I mean, they just wanted to know it would default to killing everybody as soon as the, the AI disappeared. No, it would basically default to not being online anymore. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think that's it as far as questions, unless Jack has one. Uh, you guys have one more, so. Tong questions. Will the power system be stable? Because I know it's like. Yes. Yeah. That would be part of the main. So essentially you'd be programming this little space shuttle, the little spaceship, the little portable core you have with the, the, the key functionality, like running the power system and running the environmental systems and stuff like that, life support, that kind of thing. Um, it's the larger, more complex systems like the processors and the individual droids that were still under the control of the AI, the big robots, that stuff would be offline. Okay. You still take the other one question, if you have one, Jack. Um, can we see any, any evidence of how the, for lack of a better word, aboriginal robot people here, um, how they have been incorporated into this whole colonization, reintegration, restoration effort? Um, looking at your records and what the SSH can tell you, anything else, they have basically been moved to, they have remained in outlying areas. Um, they have been largely avoiding the colonists, the, 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 the colonists um, who have also, the colonists have largely stuck to the areas that the colonists are in. Um, it's a huge station. I mean, there's a lot of land. Sure. Um, so there's been not a lot of interaction. There's been some, but for the most part, it has been um, the colonists don't seem to really understand the robots and the, the, the robots don't seem to really want to get to know anyone else. Like they're good by themselves because obviously there's that whole, you know, different is bad mentality that happens when new people meet new types of people um it's the federation so there's still a lot less of the uh, of uh, aggression or anything there but there's been some um 
discomfort when the two groups are around each other. Okay, but like technology wise, it, they won't like. No, they're they're independent of the system. Completely gotcha. cut. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. They've been independent of the system for quite some time. It's why they were. It's why they were still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we're good to do the do the do the task. Then. Right. So the extended task um, is to essentially create the new, more advanced computer system, set it all up, and have it do all the automation that you needed to do, um, and then anything else you guys want to add on to that. Um, it also includes the disintegrate dis disintegration, not disintegration of the AE, the AI, uh, the SSH. Um, this would not necessarily include reintegration into this, into the ship. Um, difficulty is going to be two, uh, cause it's not real complex what you're doing. Um, your magnitude is, or whatever the, you need to have three, uh, breakthroughs. Uh, and your your workload is going to be 10. I'm going to go 15. Um, and the resistance is only one. So, And that comes from the more advanced technology. Sounds good. Well, uh, does, does Tom want to start us off? Um, if, if, this is, if this is something he would take the lead on. I mean, it could be. It's it's extended task, so we'll all be doing something. It's okay. in yeah, it's in it's engineering or science type related things. So, um, in fact, in, can we come Mills or I'm sorry O'Connor, and she can help us from where she is. You know, decoupling the intrusions. I don't know. Um, you could. I mean, you've got three people here already, so there's not a lot more you can do to really. Um, Remember, you've got Foxwell too. He's your AI guy. I mean, like you could calm Mills, and Mills's response would be a very confused. Uh, I guess. Well, I'm just saying. I think we can find a techno babble reason why she, away from this area, can like reroute the the power couplings or something to help where she is. Right. What was O'Connor's original plan since you headed off? Is is there a better scene that you would rather have than so just being tacked on this? She's a xenobotanist. Mm-hmm. Um, so like she she was very excited to get to Halloran because this is the only place that her true skills have been able to shine. Um, so her plan was to check out both the local flora and whatever agricultural stuff they've got going on, try and optimize that, make sure they're not destroying the native systems in their attempts to terraform. Well, maybe you can assist with the extended task with your xenobotany skills then, because that's part of the complex system that we're working with right now. I, If I was running it, I'd allow that. Yeah, as far as the processes and stuff goes, certainly there could be, an, there could be a reason for that. Since you're trying to program a system that will replace all of the automation essentially. So yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you want to assist, there's, you can only roll five dice total. So it doesn't really much matter. I mean, who all assisting. So I just want to make sure everybody gets in the scene if they want. Sure. No, you're good. I think, um, I think it would not make a whole lot of 
story sense with the with the people you've got at hand at this juncture to pull O'Connor in. Maybe maybe closer to an end game or not end game end stage. Yeah. Um, like, hey, we've done this thing. Let's make sure the agricultural systems are also integrated into it. And deal. I, I think it would be more interesting to just see O'Connor have her own scene, which is what I can do. So yeah. that's fine. Um, either way, uh, whoever wants to make the primary role and then anyone that wants to assist, um, you have assistant options. So, uh, yeah, so Tom could start this off because he has a focus on power systems, electroplasma power systems. And I imagine uh, the integration and disintegration of an AI requires an enormous amount of power for the entire station. So he can help make sure that those systems are properly uh, buffered and fortified right. uh, make sure all the bypasses are in line to make sure when we take all of the processing power that is being done by the ssh that it doesn't just spike or something right plus you got to be able to do all the replica uh manage all the power for all the replication of the main computer core that you're going to be installing mm -hmm. so it makes sense to me uh and he has a talent for this intense scrutiny uh, whenever you succeed at a task using reason or control as part of an extended task, you may ignore up to two resistance for every effect rolled. Okay. Uh, so what am I rolling here? Uh, it would be probably engineering. Um, let me bust out a sheet real quick. Here. Control engineering. Control engineering sounds good to me, yeah. Okay. Uh, difficulty you said was... Difficulty is two, resistance is one, magnitude is three, work is 15. So, okay. Uh, anyone... I don't have to list those on here. Anyway. You no, know, no, that, just difficulty, yeah. really. Um, and then anyone want, anyone that's assisting, um, I think Foxwell can assist, and so can Tong, or Yesabeth, obviously. Uh, normal complication range? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Focus used. Um, if I can assist while doing my own role, uh, I'll assist. Well, yeah, because it the way it works is you only get one role per turn, so one role per whatever the the time frame is, um, and it doesn't matter who who rolls for each one as long as they all get rolled. Mm. Basically, um, if we're breaking up into steps, then yes, you get your own role, but it's it's a different. The way it works is you only get one roll per time. Um, okay. Interval. Interval is the word I'm looking for. Then I'll try to assist. Yeah. Uh, um, what are we sitting at as far as momentum? Five. Do you okay. know what I'd also like to do? Um, I've got uh, the right tool for the right job, which means that uh, if I if I have the right tool, it says I have to spend opportunity cost, which I'm willing to spend. But if I do that, it would gain advantage if we have the tool. Would this core that I brought count as a tool? I'll spend the advantage to, to I mean, I'm, I'll spend the momentum to get the advantage that, that Tong can use on his role. Um, he's already got a talent applying right now. I Yeah, I, I don't think there's any problem with it, though. I mean, I don't see why there wouldn't be. Okay. What would that give me? Uh, plus one year old, basically. It gives you an automatic success, essentially. Okay, an automatic success. So I'm still rolling just two dice. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, well, if you spend a momentum on that, I don't think there's any reason for me to spend an additional momentum. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Spend momentum. All right, sure. I'll, yes, I'll, We've got a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend the momentum necessary to roll three dice then. I roll the assist. And three more from Tong. So that's a total of five. Difficulty was two. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember how to read this jumble of numbers and parentheses to figure out what I actually rolled to see if there's a... 12, 10, 9. 12, 10, 9. Okay, so no um, no crits. No, it, it automatically calculates those two. That's where it, up there oh, it shows okay. there's a 2. Oh, I ones. see. Yeah, it gotcha. counts those. Um, and it counts a, co a complication by turning it red. So. Yeah. Make, make sure to click focus used yes if you, if you have... Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. So difficulty was two, you got uh, five. Uh, so you have three momentum to spend on that or to save, however you want to do it. Um, go ahead and roll your work, which is the D6s. Uh, which is uh, should two be plus engineering. Right? Two plus your engineering, yep, correct. Yeah, okay, so that would be seven D6. There's no button for that, right? I just have to uh, you can slash put it, it. You can put it in the challenge dice uh, on your character sheet. Uh, under the task scroll button, there's a challenge dice button. Gotcha. So I would just put seven in that field there. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't always do it right the first time, but if you do it again, it'll do it right. It got seven. So. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's uh, a, ter a red zero. terrible roll. It's a terrible roll. Yeah. Uh, that is three and three. It is, it's, it is three work and two um, effects your effects mm -hmm. will allow you to because of your ability you can use those to reduce the resistance yeah by each effect reduces resistance by two right which resistance is only one so it doesn't much matter uh you get three work out of the 15. okay uh could i use that other effect in any effective way extra extra work would that matter not for the effect um the the momentum that you have can be used as additional work though Okay, and you need five for a breakthrough, right? Right. And, and you, what would spending a momentum give us? They're one for one, I believe. Okay, so we generated three momentum. Right. We were at four after we both spent hours, right? So we're already overflowing. I'd say we just spend the two momentum to get a breakthrough. You have, yeah, you have three momentum currently stored up. You have three momentum from this task. So you have a total of six momentum. You um, can only bank five, right? And you can only bank six. Bank six. Oh, okay. But if you spend two right now, you you could bank one and still hit uh, a magnitude. It's worth the momentum to do it. I mean, it's worth the magnitude. The magnitude is worth the momentum. Yeah, yeah. Let let's let's spend the momentum, and we'll get that breakthrough. All right. So you get one breakthrough, and you have two momentum stashed in your in your pool. Um. With that, you guys continue working, and we go out to uh, O'Connor and Koba. Um, so, what exactly have you been doing? You've been going out and looking at the fauna and flora, that kind of stuff. You've you've noticed that there, um, the ecology is much farther along than it had, the, much much more recovered than it had been uh, last time you were here. Obviously, there was a lot of um, zones that had been dying off. Um, due to the AI being unable to maintain uh, repairs. Well, a lot of repairs have been done and a lot of the systems have come back online and there's a, a very rapid level of growth 
um, of of the native, quote unquote native, the, the original species of plants that were here. Um, there's obviously no wildlife uh, because there was nothing here to be wildlife. Right. Um, but the um, the colonists have brought things like turkeys and chickens and ducks and cows and geese and that stuff is all well maintained, well well contained, um, except for some of the cattle is grazing unfenced but watched. Um, mm-hmm. Beyond that, things look like like I said it's it's much more much farther along than you would have anticipated anything being like things are growing in the station at a rate that is not um typical of most plant life on a normal planet like something in the environment here something in the systems here in the ai control whatever it appears to making things grow much faster yeah especially considering they don't have a proper like the only word coming to mind is bioactive and that's not entirely correct but close enough the they don't have a proper cycle that there's no yes yeah yeah there's no circadian rhythms here <laughs> right um all right so she's going to take some plant samples and some soil samples and uh just get some some samples from the cattle that are grazing too and see what how how they are comparing to what we would see on like normal class m planet cattles right with their diet going with some of the ones that have been there for a lot longer some of the ones that have been there shortly you're just collecting a bunch of data um yeah doing doing so in a way that she can kind of get an idea of if there is a pattern some sort of progression she can follow that right um Plus, we can use this this information she's getting now to compare with the planets in case there's a connection. Right. Um, go ahead and give me a science role, uh, reason in science. And I suppose Koba could assist if he wanted to, but I don't know that he would want to. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely <laughs> wants to. He, he wants to be helpful. He's going to like run down one of the bolts and like, try and... <laughs> you cannot oh, assist no. with a photon torpedo. Uh, that's just because you can. You're just not creative enough. Um, but no. that effectively exists. Right. Actually, could I could I use my focus forensics to? We're taking samples. Yeah. I never get to use that focus. Um, you know, I forgot to put my focus in, but that should be. Three, because um, the xenobotany would count or should count, yes. Uh, I mean, it already counted a focus, so for me, yeah. Do I have a focus? You, you rolled a nine out of three, and that would oh. only apply. You must have had focus used, yeah. It is selected, yep. interesting. It must carry over from the last time the it, does. it doesn't reset. Oh, yeah. well, that's. Helpful in this instance. In this instance. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's three, and then Koba doesn't assist much. Um, so you've got the difficulty with zero. So you have three questions you can ask in regards to what is going on. Uh, the base information you will gain, though, is that the animal life that you are scanning aboard 
the the animal life that has been brought here by the colonists, including dogs, uh, chickens, everything, the cows, everything, uh, they are in much better condition than you would have expected cattle that lived or than any animals that had lived aboard a ship for a while to to be. Um, they are. Um, almost all of them are in near perfect health and and or like specimens of the species or are becoming specimens of the species. Or do you mean that like unnaturally healthy or just like the fact that they are all this healthy is a bit unnatural, but they are not beyond the normal, the normal natural health cycles you would see in an animal. They're just at the peak of them. Right. Um, which is an unusual thing to see in this many creatures aboard a sta- uh, aboard a space station. Right. So there's definitely um, something going on there, but it's they're not like they're not turning into super cows or anything. Just extremely healthy. Um, augment presume... augment cows. Right. <laughs> if the cows have bored technology, we're going. Not yet. That, that's season three. Yeah. We are um, we are bovine. Uh, with the way you phrased our specimens or are becoming, I I take that to mean that the ones that are more recently here are not as far advanced or as healthy as the ones that have been here. Right, they appear to be more likely to they they appear to be more the the younger the less time they've spent on station the the more they appear to be normal examples of what you would expect to see on a from these animals that would have been aboard starships for some time even federation starships that are designed for this kind of thing they're still starships they're not open ranges koba will ask o'connor the question Uh, how's the how's the imported life handling the native life are they getting along together i don't know how any of that works oddly very well Huh. Crazy. It's it's really interesting. There seems to be something here that is enhancing their health. Can we figure out what that is? Oh, absolutely. Um. You have three questions. Three questions. So. The flora samples, how did they compare to what we would normally expect to see? Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, a diversity for sure, a normal diversity that you would expect to see in an ecology like this. Um, but again, the plant life is growing at a rate and a, um, a metabolic rate and effectiveness that is much higher than you would have anticipated from anything growing naturally. Mm-hmm. So they, the plants are providing like they have maximum nutrition with minimum amount of usage uh, of like soil decontamination or soil decon, whatever, the, drawing the energy from the soil kind of things. Um, they are genetically diverse, but they are, nearly all peak for what they what their genetic capabilities are are there um 
are there any anomalies or are there any components present that we would not see in plant life elsewhere? Um, I mean, they're plants that you would not have seen elsewhere. They're, they're definitely unique plants. So that's a hard question to answer. Um, yes, there are a number of chemical changes in these plants as comparison to plants that you would normally see. Um, but again, these plants are all pretty much unique. You've never, until you were here on the Holleran station, you'd never seen nearly any of these plants before. How do the readings compare to our first time around? Because she took, right? She was taking plant and soil samples then too. Right. So they they are all substantially better. Um, everything is far more functional. Like in the best areas of the station that you had that you had seen, um, you were only be, you only saw like hints of what you are seeing now. Like everything appears to be functioning at a hundred percent. Um, these plants are the same plants you'd have seen then, but they are again at their, at a far more advanced state of, um, meta metabolism and genetic refinement than they would, than they were before. Like you saw hints of that. They probably were there at one time. Um, but with the failing AI, things were, you know, much, much, much farther into entropy than these things are. Right. Okay. Um, I think that would be the term I would use is these, these appear to be suffering minimal entropy. Is there any reason we can't ask what's causing this? Uh, I mean, it's hard to know exactly for sure what's causing it, but something in the, it is something to do with the way the, the systems, the, the station's automation functions like the 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 station itself is doing this there's no specific individual thing like it is the station's job now that it is 100 percent, it is it is or at least mostly in a lot of areas it's nearly 100 percent, and the ai is functioning the systems are doing the things they're supposed to do and it's it's a fully optimized environment so there's about there's a million little things that are happening in the station that are causing it to happen it, the short answer is the station itself is causing this to happen Is there, can I tell from the readings I have, is there a risk that uh, the optimization can go too far and basically start eating itself? It, is it possible? Absolutely. Um, what is the likelihood, I suppose? You don't see any signs of it being particularly near to that that state of of you know overgrowth but the ai is still active so it's still doing its job so right. and ai is selective i mean it, whether or not this can be maintained through automation probably but it's hard to say like you don't this is clearly this is this system is designed to have a million little tweaks happening all at the same time controlled by something that obviously knows how to control it. Like it's, it has a brain to control all of these systems. Yes, that depends how well we do our job. Right. Which brings us back to you guys. So go ahead and give me another roll. Whoever wants to lead this one. 
Uh, yeah, I can have Yezebeth go ahead and do it. So, uh, Yezebeth is going to stand a little straighter. She's going to channel her inner Jorad as she remembers this console. She remembers being added and she remembers the AI's programming when he was poking around in it, trying to help, trying to get the computer up and running. Uh, so I that so I'm going to use my uh, talent joined, which gives me uh, the trait uh, Jorad. I am going to uh, can I tag that trait positively to help me in the situation? Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, that gives me a, a, a plus one uh, plus uh, I, my right tool for the job is still in play. Um, plus, um, yeah, I'll also get my in the nick of time uh, uh, talent, but that will apply after the roll. Uh, I'd like to do a reason plus science roll to just uh, go through the computer code, make sure that there's nothing we're missing, make sure that uh, it melds seamlessly with the new computer core and uh, that the uh, transition goes smoothly without disrupting station systems. All right, I'm gonna say that that's fine. I'm gonna raise the complication range by two and then you can go ahead and roll. Okay. Um, I spent yeah. threat for that, so. Gotcha. Um, how many momentum do we have right now? Five. So far. I'm going to go ahead and spend three of them. Big spender. Well, uh, that'll give you two extra dice. Yeah, go for it. Um, more dice mean more potential complications since he's raised it, but I'm fine with that. The doctor has already rolled. Dr. Foxwell has already rolled. I got a one. So that gives you four, five, plus, plus uh, Tong can roll still. Oh, okay. Um, I get control two. engineering, or would you want something different because we're doing this in a different manner? However, oh. you are helping me. I'd say engineering could apply to that, you know. Okay. Oh, wait. We're. I think you can only get a maximum of five dice total on a roll, right? So that would be, we've already had five. I don't okay. think it's just apply to that. Because that's a separate roll. Gotcha. I'll have to look I that up. Know. I think it does, but I will look it up and go ahead and roll for now. It's fine. Okay. Um, are we outside of dealing with the power systems with this? Uh, I imagine power regulation is still going to be an asset here. Okay. I will retain. You're, you're basically hooking up an entire computer core and programming right. it. Right. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, one die. Nice. So two, that's three, two four, five, six. That's seven total minus two. So that leaves you with five momentum. Go ahead and roll your work. Did you apply both my advantages on that? Uh, no, I didn't count the advantages. The would drop the difficulty to two, right? Or would drop the difficulty to zero. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you'd have... Um, seven. You'd still seven momentum. So, okay. All right. So, uh, I'll go ahead and roll that work. Just for my own edification, because Tong was assisting and not the main roller. Does my talent still apply? Uh, I don't believe so. I think. Oh, really? I think only one talent can apply per roll, anyways. Gotcha. 
I don't remember that rule. I, mean, I don't always play by it, but I'm pretty sure that's how it was written. That did not take. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I mean. Um, so that's seven dice. That's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight work, one effect. Uh, and I have the talent uh, in the nick of time uh, where if you succeed at it, science task as part of an extended task, you score one additional work for each effect roll. All right, so plus one. So that's nine. And you have seven momentum. What do you want to do with them? Uh, put, if we put them all to, uh, how many how many work do we have left to fill up the track? Six. Uh, then I'll put them all towards towards work one of them gets knocked out by the oh wait no sorry you had one <laughs> you would take one because you're at you're at 14 so oh okay uh well still sing so, uh I'll, I'll put them towards you know what uh i'm gonna put two of them towards uh there's one talent there's one momentum spend that is just do it really well uh so i'll go ahead and do that and i'm just really impressive okay um oh wait it'll be three because you never made resistance so we'll do we'll we'll still assume it does that there i forgot there's a resistance of one so um so you did three momentum for that that leaves you with five momentum uh you reach your three magnitudes um because you get one for getting five and one for reaching 15 and really you get the way i've been doing it you get another one for that but so you've completed all the magnitudes you have reached the work track you have installed the device in pretty much record time um everything appears to be functional and running took you guys about probably about four four and a half hours or so which this would have been you know uh an eight to twelve hour project to have been able to do including all replication and everything else um you did, it, you did it much quicker and everything appears to be functional um uh you can use the you have the reigning momentum if you want to just use that momentum to to do your disengagement of your uh of the of the ssh that wouldn't even require a roll anymore so yeah okay so yeah we'll do that we'll disengage the ssh put it in like a, a, a glowing cube or something right um, yep, you disengage the SSH. Um, the system shifts, so everything in the system shifts over to um, the full automation program. Uh, not the corrective AI automation, but the full, you know, ships computer type control. Um, I imagine there is a noticeable decline in everything. Like yeah. lights dim a little bit, maybe some things fluctuate. There's definitely a sense of the scent, the, the, the sound of the station changes um, from going from an actively high pitched vibrating hum. It becomes much more of a drone um, like you might think of when the ship when a ship is in warp. Um, the. Uh, the decibel, the overall decibel level, something Tong would decide we would be able to pick up pretty quickly. The overall decibel level drops. Um, about four decibels. So something has been turned off somewhere along the line. Like it is not, it is not as functional as it was. Like there are definitely things that have, like there are little, little clues that are exactly that. Like things are functioning at 
a lower level of efficiency, but everything is up and functional. But it's running well enough that uh, they can get each system going manually. Yeah, everything is everything that would be needing to be running is running. It just isn't running as efficiently. Sure. Although they sorry, go ahead. Would they be? I, I one of my earlier questions was: Would they be able to get things up and running uh, to that efficient standard without eventually, you know, by implementing their own changes when by staffing by staffing the individual stations sure okay it would be as effective as it would be on a starship the um, keyword is eventually yeah the yeah. keyword is eventually like it's the automation isn't there the speed at which automation is there isn't there like the thing about the ai is it functions it sees all systems at once functions in all systems at once with humans is it possible to reach that level of of, of automate of of efficiency it is possible um, but it takes a, a it takes a lot of people and it takes a lot of coordination and training and all that things like they can do it, but when will it happen? Sure. So it's not as bad as season one DS nine, but it's it's not like there's there's efficiency problems. Right. Elizabeth Elizabeth will make a disappointed uh, frown and she'll say, "We should probably." Meanwhile, Tong's going for a high five because they did a great yeah. job. Oh, uh, she'll reach up and she'll. You know what? I don't. It takes her a moment to figure out what you're doing. Yeah. And then she goes, Pat. <laughs> it, 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 it's a human thing. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Um, we should talk to the captain. Maybe we should get Starfleet to send over a system. I. I. Full efficient. We should get the captain to send. We should get Starfleet to send over specially built AI to take over uh, on this. Uh, I'm worried we're not going to be able to get full efficiency without it. Uh, perhaps, yeah. We we could we could put in that recommendation. Um, nervously, like not even nervous. Like it gives a side eye over to over to Foxwell, like not purposely looking at Foxwell, but directing uh yesbeth's attention over to the foxwell of the problem <laughs> she'll look over foxwell and say uh i mean if you recommend it sir he he looks out from his counsel i'm sorry um i've been very engrossed in this system's uh infrastructure and the 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 matrices that was used for this ai system is quite complicated and uh, much beyond um, I, wh what was your question again i'm sorry and lieutenant ensign well, uh, tom and i were theorizing that perhaps starfleet can send over a specialized ai to take over uh, and get full efficiency out of the station systems it certainly has the infrastructure it, it would it would fit right in if you know if properly integrated it would uh creating an ai for this system would be um would be a a challenge but i think it's something we could certainly begin working on uh, well that that might that might be a good project for you to work with uh the the new new ssh and and eva with i mean they they would have you know first hand knowledge about how all this how how all this works oh yes of course i will have to get more information from both of those now that I have seen the Halloran station up close and I have been able to get my um, 
fingers into the system, for lack of better terminology, I, I think I can do a great deal with this. Um, I, it also allows me to better understand some of the change that I've seen in Eva's programming. Um, I am curious to get into the SSH, and uh, I, I will have to go through his uh, his matrix line by line. I, he starts mumbling off as he goes into writing notes under his pad. Continually concerned face in Yezbeth's yeah. direction. <laughs> Yezbeth will uh, give him this concerned look right back, but she's not going to gainsay him, gainsay him yet. Uh, well, I I think we're more or less done here with 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 this. I, I suppose we'll need to get this back to back to the ship and figure out how we're gonna deal with having two SSHs. Uh, I I could I could stay around to make sure you know help help uh, get efficiency back together. Um, you know at least at least mechanically. And I you're 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 the better programmer than than I am, of course. But um, you know mechanics. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I suppose that's probably. I suppose they could. I really hate to cause a disruption in the ecosystem here. Maybe you should double check everything, make sure that it's running as efficiently as it can. Oh well, I'm sure there there is definitely a disruption. The this the vibration and the the base sound line of, of the station has dropped by four decibels. And a station this large that that's a fairly you know noticeable well noticeable for a Ferengi uh, fa- fairly significant drop in uh, you know. A, Power, power utilization. I can't help but be worried that we irrevocably ruined the station somehow. That well, we did just remove its brain. I know. I just don't like Twice. it. Twice. But I don't know. I I think. Are, are you sure this is a good idea? I, 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 I think I think this is another one of these conversations that we should be having with 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 the person you know direct directly involved in the, and that that being the new new SSH. Good point. But it, right. he did seem to you know not want to be here anymore, or I think more appropriately, he wanted everyone else not to be here anymore. But that wasn't <laughs> going to happen, so I think he decided to come with us. Well, that's true. All right. Well. You go ahead and make sure that they're make sure that the systems are running as well as they can, and I'll uh, begin the reintegrate the reintegration. Aye, aye, ensign. Oh, sorry, I'm acting like the captain again, aren't I? Well, you you you, you uh, it certainly fluctuate, uh, you know, help, helpfully in, in, into sometimes taking on very very uh, direct roles of command. It 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 is quite helpful. Sure. Uh, okay. Just do me a favor. Let me know if I get to be too bossy, okay? Okay. Thanks, Tom. And then uh, she'll step past him and uh, head to the BMAD zone, carrying the, the, the cube that contains the new and improved SSH. Okay. Um, Foxwell notices that you're leaving and it's like, oh, uh, Ensign, please wait. I'm, 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 uh, you have this under control, uh, Lieutenant Tong. Yes, uh, goodbye. And heads with you. She'll give him an update on what happened and that she's got the... Uh, SSH. I, 
I spoke a little with, she'll, she'll tell him, uh, I spoke a little with the SSH and he seems to be, uh, well, uh, I'm apprehensive is the wrong word. More like apathetic about the entire thing. I'm very curious to see what kind of changes have happened to the SSH's programming from this system. Um, he's had the opportunity to have access, uh, a non-constructive AI with the ability to then create its own programming through the systems that, that it was integrated into. I am extremely curious as to what this may have done. Um, it may... Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's very exciting for someone like me. <laughs> when you put it that way, it sounds downright terrifying. If I'm honest, uh, but all right, let's get him back up to the uh, the ship. Excellent. Um, back over to uh, O'Connor and Kostra, Koba, not Kostra, Koba. Um. Anything you guys want to do? Anything you're going to continue doing while you're over there? Like, you notice uh, the vibration changes in some of the some of the systems. Uh, some of the sound that you're some of the ambient sound you're hearing in the environmental uh, habitat area um, has a little bit of a change to it. Not a real significant change, but you can f almost feel the change more than hear it. Um, but your tricorders also show that there you are now running on uh, a Starfleet, a Federation computer core, which your tricorders can now sync to. Um, being, being the stations, you could already sync to the sta the starships, but now you can sync to the stations also. Well, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. He says, a little bit of both. It'll make. Ooh, brain. Um, I'll make analysis easier, but uh, I don't know what it'll do for efficiency. Um, I would like to see if I can suss out what is no longer running as efficiently. Ultimate, the ultimate goal is to be able to draw up a plan for the colonists so they can manually maintain as close to the level of efficiency as was being maintained with the um, with the SSH. Say that one more time, sorry. You want to you were trying to find out how to be able to maintain efficiency to the same level as the SSH. Yes. Yeah. Or as close to yeah um yeah you can look at the systems that are that are not functioning the same way and see that they're i mean there's a few hundred systems that are that are functioning differently than they were a few minutes earlier from your scans um it would just take a lot of little tweaking here or there to keep them functional which can be done once all the consoles are installed and you have staff who can do that all yeah it's it's doable um um She's also thinking like the the colonists themselves could man like actually manually, not necessarily computer manually, but like manually go out and do these things as and hopefully it will help keep them a little more organized and directed and less discombobulated and just milling about 
Sure. Yeah, you could Sleep. you could enlist them uh, uh, to have them do it. Not you personally, but yes, it could be done. Okay. We um, have to show them how to do it anyway. Right. Well, depending on how many of them are staying here. Yeah. Um, but yes, it, it's you could create a manual, which is, I assume, what you're basically trying to get the, the, the stuff to get ready to do. You could create a manual to try to come up with the efficiencies. Um, the AI, once you have SS, the SSH integrated, can also help produce a manual that would help with those things because he's been doing it for, you know, right. months. Right. So. But yeah, no, the... The ability to reach that level of efficiency exists. Like the the station is still just as functional as it was. You've you've just lost the high end computer chip that is doing all the real work right. by putting it. Well, not even the chip. You lost the program that was running the the efficiency. Um, you've you've replaced Microsoft Office with Libra, and it does some things don't work the same. <laughs> okay. Um. Do I also need to do some analysis of like soil analysis and things like that of the areas that they are farming? Or is that pretty much covered in what, what that was covered in your analysis, yeah. So Okay. Um, uh, I don't think she has anything else she needs to do here then. Okay. Beam back to the ship then. Yeah. All right. Tong, do you have anything else you want to do on station? Um. No, nothing of note. He he's just he's he's ingratiating himself to uh the people most, the people who need it most, the people who will appreciate it most. Sure. Uh, but otherwise, just you know, helping with those little mechanical tweaks to make sure thing. Um, you know what? He's he's gonna he's gonna be doing that. But this is another instance where Secret Agent Tong would seep through. He wants to see if he can figure out if there's any, if that if that four decimal number has any big like big hidden significance that got shut down. Yeah. Right. Okay. If there was anything running in the background. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an engineering uh, engineering role. Difficulty is going to be. F- I'm going to say three. Okay. Uh, control engineering or reason engineering? Let's do reason engineering because you're trying to th- you're trying to reason things out. Um. Okay. I I, I really need to take another value that is just secret agent Tong. <laughs> um, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, would I be able to use my power systems to follow the the loss in power efficiency back to its its sources? Sure. Okay. Uh, you said difficulty three? Yes. How much momentum are we sitting on? Two. Okay. Oh, we're, we're only sitting on, yeah, because Brian spent all our momentum. Well, you also, um, you also used it to automatically, without rolling, disconnect the, uh, the, the AI and okay. all that. I mean, either, either way, I'm good. Uh, what is it to buy another dice? One or two? One for the first one, two for the second, three for the third. Okay. I'll, I'll use one of those for... For three days, uh, and a focus. Yeah, that's good. Cool, cool. Go. I'm gonna spend one to up your. Oh, never mind. It's too late. You already, nice. you already rolled. Well, there's my three. 
Uh, even if you up the complication, I got a I got a seventeen. You would have had to raise it quite a bit. I was only raised by one, but I, I'll okay. keep the. I, you already rolled, so I'll keep the point. So, so that's my that's three. Three succeeds. Um, yeah, you don't. There's. It's just kind of an overall. Um, synergy that's been lost. Uh, the AI was clearly keeping systems balanced that are now automated. So they're, they're set at a, at a level, but that's not necessarily tweaking for efficiency. And that's what the four decibel change was. Um, okay. there's, there's no big underlying, like, uh, the energy shield for the whatever is gone. And now you're going to crash into the black hole and die. Nothing, nothing significant like that. It's pretty much just because the AI is no longer there, keeping everything in perfect synergy. Um, it's just uh, a, a loss of efficiency. I, I, Tong was was hoping for some like secret treasure trove from the original inhabitants kept right. in like suspended animation or something. Right. Yeah. Oh. Well. Um. You will track that the power. One of the main systems that has come offline in the system was are these um, bio collectors. They're uh, they're kind of like the big bio, like the big pumps that you saw earlier. The people um, pulpers. The people pulpers. It's kind of like that, but they they seem to be collecting. They, they're like genetic specimen collectors um and they seem to have some kind of replication um function but the exact nature of its function is not known it's some kind of like bio um almost like a bioreplication unit like a 3d printer for biological organisms they're they're successfully replicating biological organisms they may at one time have done that. It does not appear to be functioning at the moment, obviously. Okay. Uh, but there Tong does have a focus on replicators. There there was a power unit, there was power going to this system before. There is no longer power going to it. Okay. You might poke around in that. In the meantime, while Tong is thinking about what he wants to do, poke poke his nose into. Um Elizabeth and Dr. Fox will reach, head back to the, the, the ship um, and begin heading towards the the uh, the computer lab where they were probably well, I don't know whatever you're going to try to do. Foxwell is uh, um, when you when you enter into the room, Foxwell is clearly like get the uh, uh, get the, AI, the the SSH hooked into that computer there. I need to. I was going to go through its its a uh, its matrix code. Uh, um, I may go through it line by line, but I want to see the changes that have been made. And he sits down and, uh, computer, bring up the uh, SSH matrix for Europa's uh, holographic systems, um, which point it comes up on the screen. There's no acknowledgement from Eva, but it comes up on the screen. Is this is this the new SSH? He's pulling up the old SSH's program first. Okay. Okay. Um, he's not pulling up the new one because he has, he's waiting for Yezabeth to decide what she if she's going to hook it up so okay. they can do that. Yeah, I mean, well, Yezabeth will turn on the SSH uh, and uh, plug the cube in and uh, give the SSH one more. Uh, are Are you ready? Uh, things everything's going to be different now. You're talking to the or the Europa SSH. The Europa SSH, yeah. All right, so you power on the Europa's SSH, who the doctor is currently going through, um, and then you plug in the cube, right? Just want to make sure yeah. we're all right. When you plug it, as soon as you plug in the cube, uh, Foxbell reaches over and types a couple things there, and is now bringing up the code for that matrix. And you can see the codes of the two different matrices leaning next, next, side by side, and he's going through them. And 
Uh, can 1.1 essentially uh, fight that or at least uh, require his own authentication for him to access his code? Uh, the time of the one that was on the station. Yeah, the station one. Um, yes, you can redact your code, but with making a roll. Yeah, he's, um, he's going to do that. Go ahead and give me a... Um, man, I don't... I got to look at this SSH sheet. Let's see. And to be fair, with how be fair. big of a change the Halloran SSH was, I'd imagine at this point, that SSH is very different, even statistically, character sheet-wise, than the Europa one, but that's a whole other discussion we're going to need to have off-camera. Right. Um... And for the now, I'll just deal with that on the back end of my end. Uh, give me a control security. Uh, I'm thinking of the controller reason and security. Let's do control and security. That sounds pretty much the best. Yeah. Okay. Force fields. Nope. None of those. None of those would apply. But um, assume that you've got uh, a focus that would apply for that. Okay. Something that would be uh, a, something that would have, uh, would have been a, obtained by the. Okay. Uh, difficulty. Uh, it'll be contested, actually. So. Okay. Uh, the difficulty for a base contested action is two, but the once you roll, that I will roll to try to to, to beat your roll because he's trying okay. to hack your system. Yeah. You, you would still. The, you would set the difficulty, and he would try to get overcome the difficulty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're still only sitting on two momentum. Two, one momentum. One momentum. Okay. No, I won't. I won't spend that just to be difficult. I do it if you if you if you think. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll buy that extra dice. Okay. Because I I I think it's uh it could be very interesting for the new SSH to be you know this willful of his own programming. Right. Jeff can spend thread if he wants. Oh, come on. Well, that is a complication and uh, and a critical. So two with a complication. Two with a complication. I will use. Uh... I I think that complication is like the SSH seeing that it's it's becoming less likely that he's able to keep himself in control may inadvertently not being used to being stuck in such a much smaller environment uh cause some sort of you know Arts. unintentional violent outburst maybe blow up a the console yeah okay um let me make my roll real quick i'm gonna go ahead and spend one threat to roll an additional die um he definitely has focus in computers artificial intelligence robotics positronic matrices and that's it. The other ones wouldn't apply, but definitely, definitely does apply. He rolls two. Uh, that is the difficulty. That meets it. So. That meets it. So, um, as you uh, like, you can see the, the SSH. You begin focusing, like struggling to keep Foxwell out, and you, you know, yes, Beth, you can hear Foxwell being like, "Oh, tricky, tricky," and goes, you know, starts clacking the keyboard even, even faster, um, and then you see the the uh version 1.1 ver of of the uh ssh the the more advanced ai ssh begins to kind of like shimmer and almost um uh 
like having error lines like like he's bad tracking on a vcr for a few seconds um and then he as he reappears he does the please state the nature of your logistical emergency or whatever his normal line is before before jumping back to who he normally like to who to to not reset to normal but he says the normal line and then goes back to being the ssh that was on the station so clearly something something got futzed around in there and but commander with all due respect you're making things more difficult than they need to be this is a delicate operation uh is is 1.1 conscious yeah, you're fine. You, you've you had that moment, that real quick moment, and, and you recognize that you had like the character recognizes that he had that disruption, um, but it goes back to being normal right away. Uh, and Foxwell is just lieutenant, right? He's just lieutenant. Yeah, just yeah. lieutenant. Uh, I thought he was lieutenant commander. No, just lieutenant. lieutenant. I would appreciate in the future before you go poking around with my systems that you ask permission first. He looks over his shoulder. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yes, and goes back to poking at the the keyboard. Fascinating. I'm uh, my apologies, uh, uh, SSH program. Um, uh, he types in some other things. I it's important, it's essential that we compare the uh matrix variations between the two uh variations of yourself before we reintegrate. Um, very interesting. And he goes back to his screen as he's scrolling through things. Fascinating. Well, fellas, are you ready to become one one once again? I'm gonna do that thing where they look at each other. It's two of the same people looking at each other. Here it goes, and then I will begin uh, doing it. Right. Um, the integration doesn't take very long. Uh, it's pretty easy to do. It's just reintegrating the the software. Um, give me a uh, give me a roll, though. Most um, of the difficulty is three. Uh, it's a science. It's computer's roll, but um, let's see. Let me look at your sheet real quick. Um, do a reason and science roll um, with a focus in computers to reintegrate him. Okay. Um, difficulty is three. Does difficulty is three, huh? Yep. Um, does does this count as the same scene for the purposes of my joined uh, trick? Uh, you use that on the station, right? It is a new scene. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna have to give you threat. Um, cause I'm very unlikely to get three by myself. Uh, but I will give it a shot. Just one, one threat. Uh, do all three. Yeah. I'm going to give you three. You encourage me. I'll encourage you. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. You're doing three dice or three total threat. Three, three total threat to give me uh, two dice. Two yeah. yeah. Eva can assist if you wish. Uh, yes, I would like Eva to assist. So, if, Jack, if you want to roll for the ship. Uh, sure. Or Evelyn, I don't care who. Um, computers 
science? Yes. Okay. One more success. And she's always got advantage uh, or always got a focus pretty much. So, so I'd like I, to put... it was on I'd there. Like so put... yeah, I add that tick to it's just a normal success. Yeah. I'd like to put uh, all the overage towards momentum. So you have six. It was a difficulty of three. So that leaves you three. Mm -hmm. I'll figure out how to add a momentum to this thing. Uh, you can just drag cards and put them on the table. If you want. I tried that. It just gives me an error. Oh, you pro the deck's probably not infinite. Um, I think I can fix that. I cannot. I'll help you fix it after the game. Yeah. Uh, but um, here, I'll just draw three. It'll show up on my user. I'll keep track of it. Um, all right. So we've got you've got three momentum. Um, I'll just put these over here. Get to can't do that either. Nope. All right, well, you've got three momentum. Um, and the reintegration, reintegration begins. Uh, you guys can essentially, with that success, you can pretty much decide what aspects translate, you know, which ones are kept and which ones are overwritten in both cases, like how much memory. Like, you can integrate the memory of both. You can personality traits. You can pretty much do whatever you want with that. Um, Foxwell is not interfering with any of that. He's just going through the, the previous matrix Good. data that was there. Um, that's okay. not to say he won't do something in the future, but at the moment he's just yeah. going through the data right now. He's still a scientist. I think I'd integrate the memories from both, uh, and I mean, I, I think I'm, I think we should let Jack decide which personality traits are kept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also basically you haven't spent any points on development of this character. You still have the development points from earlier that you can use. Yeah, so. I, I I was yeah I specifically banked. Um, uh, a milestone back right. from Holleran that I've been holding over for reintegration. Right. But I I assume that that SSH has actually experienced a lot more than the Europa SSH. Yes. We'll have an we'll have another conversation. Right. So the integration is complete. Uh, you are there as the new SSH, as the combined 2.0 or 1.5 or whatever number it is you're going for. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to figure that out. Uh, did the SSH have a rank? Uh, I believe his effective rank is lieutenant. Okay, but I mean, he does, they don't they don't technically have real ranks because they can't do anything. Yeah, but they outrank ensigns because they can tell ensigns no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's. I I I think it would be interesting if he had some sort of like badge or something that signified he was the commander of a station but it wouldn't be like this the starfleet three commander pips or anything i don't know if there's a an equivalent um to that. i would say it's you probably have one that's an alien design yeah, i have an alien insignia yeah. yeah i have it yeah the new ssh has an alien insignia and in that instead of his uh two pips love it yeah so they, these two holograms sort of shimmer and then phase into into a single one yep uh which otherwise looks exactly the same uh just just a uh more 
gruff, sturdier version of Zimmerman. Uh, but he has this little uh, alien insignia. Uh, SSH, uh, are you operational? I am. I forgot how small this ship was. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, well, I'm going to run a quick diagnostic on you, make sure that there's no stray code or anything. How are you <coughs> How are you feeling? Is there anything anomalous? And look down at his actual body that he probably hasn't seen in a year. It's interesting to take a human form again. I have grown accustomed to inhabiting the various robotic entities on the station. Uh, he'll go over to one of the, the black mirrored console screens and look over himself. With, with that face of, I forgot how good looking I was. Well, you know, maybe we could talk to the captain about beaming over one of the robot bodies. Might help, might let you go on away missions if you so choose. That would be helpful for EVA activities. I'll clear it with the captain, but I think I think I think that's a good idea. In the meantime, I can recalibrate our holographic emitters to make the uh, tensile haptic feedback systems equally as uh, as tenable as the robotic systems I'm used to. Within it the ship, I should be. There are. We really should install more holographic transmitters. You'll know that there are a lot more installed. Oh, good. Okay. It, he would say that then. Very fortunate that you have installed more holographic transmitters. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad this. That I'm glad. I hope this place doesn't end up getting too cramped for you. Well, my offer stands. If you ever need help adjusting, let me know. Right. I will. Uh, Lieutenant Foxwell, is there anything else you need of me? If not, I think I've got a seat to a robot body. Jeff? Yep. Sorry. We're having a conversation. We're having a conversation. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna head. I, I don't think that'll be up to Ambrose if he allows it. But um, oh, I was just gonna ask Foxwell if there was anything else he needed. But it oh, answered. gotcha. Foxwell was like, "I'm sorry, um, I'm quite well, uh, Lieutenant. Uh, I'm sorry, Ensign. Um, um, thank you for your time. You've done an excellent job, Lieutenant. I'm sure you are quite enthusiastic to." see the changes that have occurred. When you would like my assistance, please let me know. Of course, of course. Um, I will need to access the new programming as well. It starts typing. Clearly, you know, not really acknowledging too much of the SSH's own, you know, being alive or a person. <laughs> uh, but goes back to the computer and starts doing his thing. 
is there are there holographic transmitters on the bridge? Were those ever installed? Don't see why not. Um, they were in the yeah. I believe I actually talked about Tong having installed them in one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to have a conversation with myself, but I think new SSH is immediately going to disapparate from here and reapparate on the bridge and request a conversation with the captain in private. I was thinking we should talk with the Sabi first because normally these kinds of things would go to the XO first and then the captain. Almost everything would go through the XO first because the XO was in charge of crew okay. stuff. That's so. even better. Then I don't have to have a conversation with myself. Right. Yeah. Anything that uh, anything that case. is anything that is inter crew interpersonal crew stuff goes to the XO. The yeah. XO then takes it to the captain if necessary. Yeah. Uh so I'll just access internal sensors and find uh <laughs> find Asavi and Unless there's a like, don't don't let me uh, hijack the scene. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, by all means, loving this. Commander, congratulations, Ev. If you're talking, you're muted. Wrong way. Yep. There you go. Um. There you go. Congratulations on your promotion, Commander. I understand that you're the new first officer looks up a little startled at the sudden appearance of the SSH in her office. Thank you. Apologies, I should have appeared outside and chimed the door. Just a little startling. You've um, grown. I believe my projection is has the same measurements it always has. That and personality. Your your former self, I suppose, original self. Other, well, yeah, whatever, irrelevant. Um, would hardly have activated himself, let alone activated himself and gone outside of the armory. What can I do for you? Well, I have been required to function far beyond my duties as an armory officer for quite some time now. Yes. For which your service is immensely appreciated. So I'm certain would be overlooked as you are just programmed. Right. I was concerned about the new lieutenant's approach to my autonomy. You are probably right. I think he would. I would hope that my record on the station would transfer to this new incorporation of the program and extend it onto this ship. It is my desire to be more than simply I was. With all of the extra holographic systems in place, the hardware exists for me to be of much more use here in my new higher capacity. Indeed. Let me ask you this. With your experience now running a space what, how 
would you coordinate your operations with Eva? Right, Eva. Uh, that program is the one with priority access to all of these systems and is preventing me from fully integrating. What do you mean fully integrating? I'm used to commanding all of the automated procedures of an entire station far more than this little ship requires. I'm sure that the EVA programming, EVA program is doing a commendable job herself. However, it is simply a task I am used to performing. I find myself without much to do here. Accessing some of the logs, I see that the EVA program has been problematic of late. If necessary, I can easily replace that program. Thank you for your advisement. Um, there have been some issues, yes. However, I don't think in measure that drastically. Um, there will be an adjustment, no doubt. If, and the likelihood is fairly great, you aren't able to fully integrate as the ship already has a living program, as it were. Would you want to go back to the station? Perhaps once it is properly staffed with competent individuals, that could be a better use of my new facilities, faculties. In the meantime, the young Ensign actually suggested that we uh, requisition one of the robotic bodies so that, may, that, I'm, so that I may take along in EVA missions, planetary missions. My original programming is quite proficient in uh, weapon maintenance and repair, hand-to-hand -hand combat, tactics and strategy. I am more, even then, as I had been being utilized here, much more than a simple requisitions system. I find it a waste that the previous version of myself had spent so much time in that little capacity. Interesting thought. I will bring it to the captain. Would you, would you utilize the robot body only for away missions, or would you primarily inhabit it? There seems to be enough holographic transmitters aboard ship that I would have near full reign. 
this is a much more precise uh, interface tool than even those robotic uh, bodies. They have superior strength, but less precision. I, um, I was not on the station. When you're when you're talking robot body, what are you what are we talking about? Uh I know we were given names for each of those different mechs, but that is quite far back in my notes. April if it helps. Because I had to go look up mm. the, the name of one of them earlier. I don't need like name things, just mechs versus mechanical skin suit. Yeah, and he he would he would call them by the Oh, is okay. this is this it? Uh there's there's the Guardians. Yeah, I think the Guardians were the like giant ones. Massive ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh well I doubt that we could fully integrate a Guardian mech unit onto this ship. Uh perhaps keeping one in a storage bay could greatly increase our planet side uh, and projected firepower if need be. But walking through the halls, a simple humanoid form service and repair droid uh, should suffice. However, I am capable of integrating myself into most forms of robotic entities at this point, no matter the size or their functionality. non-redundant features do you offer as as in regard to Eva? I've had quite limited ex exposure to the Eva program. Really? I would not really know. I would have thought being semi-integrated to the program, you would have had more interesting. The original SSH here did not seem to have much desire to expand beyond. You also note that they are, they do run on different computer cores. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eva is they her, do. Eva is her own computer core. They do run they on. How much Dasavi would have paid attention to right. all of that. We do run on exclusive systems and only communicate when necessary. And neither side have previously really, neither side had deemed it necessary all that often. As far as non-redundancies, I have the experience of running an entire station, whereas it seems the EVA program has been having trouble keeping this one spacecraft running properly. As I said, there have been some bumps that are being worked out. Not that I am saying this is a possibility, but worst case scenario, if all of your requests are denied and you are relegated back to the armory as 
quartermaster, how would you proceed? I will continue doing my duty for Starfleet as deemed best useful. And you would be disappointed. I would hope that the command structure here is more knowledgeable and better equipped to utilize the resources available than those I've been working with on Halloran. It would be a waste to have useful tools be relegated to a closet. I don't disagree. Um, I also think that it's healthy and wise to consider all of the possibilities, including the ones that are unpleasant and unreasonable. I have been programmed with a cursory understanding of at least human psychology. I presume I know the answer, Jeff, uh, but I'm going to ask anyway. Am I getting any sort of empathic read? No, it's a robot. <laughs> That's what I think. I make no demands, of course. I simply wanted to express that I have exceeded the functionality that has been utilized thus far, and it would be a waste for that to remain underutilized. However, so I would also like to request that the new lieutenant show some restraint when it comes to attempting to augment myself. Under advisement. He just, he just kind of like just small smile to herself as 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 you say that. So you are looking at this purely from a pragmatic point of view. This is less a personal desire and more a logical I can be made of use. I can be made better use. I see no reason why those need to be mutually exclusive. It helps make an argument one way or the other. If it is purely pragmatic, there will be less concern from some, um, but also easier to justify denying your request. If it is emotional, there are ethical considerations to take into account. 
I've been programmed to keep my emotions in check. Unlike the EMH, I am not a doctor. I was programmed during the height of the Dominion War. I am programmed as a soldier. I'm sure the new captain would understand that pragmatism comes before emotional responses. However, I do have them. I would prefer personally to be of much more use. I'd be disappointed in remaining in that closet, filling out paperworks and replicating materials that can be relegated to much simpler programs. I will take your request to the captain and we'll go from there. You have my appreciation, Commander. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Uh, and, and unlike the original uh, SSH, he does not wait to be dismissed. He just he turns off. All right. Uh, with that, does we have any more scenes we want to do, or do we want to call it a night since it's 10 o'clock? Is it already? Um, it's 10, 10, 12, yeah. 10, 15. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, why don't we call it a night and we can pick up with the um, conversation with Captain? Okay. Works for me. What moment, what moment stands out most to you tonight? I, I need I need to get out of Bizarro SSH mind for a second here. <laughs> right. Anybody else? I like the um, I like the the I like Dasavi going not Dasavi I like uh, O'Connor going out and doing things you know trying to get more information as far as like the science furthering the scientific exploration of the station. Um, I also liked, I think I see a lot of uh, distrust of uh, Dr. Foxwell. So I liked seeing some of that. Um, being able to have Foxwell. A little bit better about him not being a PC. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, like, I don't think there's like active animosity, but there's definitely some, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're not in love, in love with this dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was ready to just ditch him on Hollerun. Like, here you go. Here's your AI specialist. You can build one for you. Bye. Right. Uh, not saying that wouldn't happen. That it won't happen in the future. Um, not quite done with him yet, though. So, uh, I really liked Dasavi chasing after Tong. Yeah, and that how, was fun. How she handled that. The I like Tong's awkwardness in that. And that was... Yes. Breaking the data pad. Yeah. Um, I also got to say that I I liked uh, as far as embodiment of a character or what moment stands out to exemplify a character, which is the third question normally. But um, I think Yezabeth uh, struggling with her command mm -hmm. uh, was a good thing to see too. I liked, I liked that. It was a good moment. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to say that too, that, you know, you let me know when I'm being too much of the boss as an ensign. <laughs> that yeah. was great. As an I've ensign decided, in charge decided, of this away team. I've decided I'm leading into it. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. yeah. it's it's not me screw you up it's a clerk it's a it's a quirk it's a character yeah. uh, i really enjoyed both the scenes i had with the ssh both before and after 
like they were a great contrast and like I want to see more Yazdabeth SSH stuff uh, yeah. in the future. So Oh, me and, and Jeff like, have a lot to talk about because I am going to run with this new SSH program. <laughs> you absolutely should. I like seeing the contrast with the old SSH and the new SSH. Um, I do miss the snark. I, I need bit, to go back and watch but, more Voyager because I, I, need to, I need to get that snark back. Yeah. Um, but I, I like this, this play for autonomy. I dig it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Uh, I, I know think that's that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know how that's going to play out. <laughs> I've been back on the ship for five minutes now. I'm in charge, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just take over for Eva. Do the thing. Yep. I'm just going to go ahead and move Eva off of her server. You're sending her back to school anyway. I'm in charge now. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, sent her back to school. She's already done with school. Yeah. 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 Um, pardon me. Anybody else have anything else they want to add to what moment stands out best or who best embody their character? Kind of drove those two questions together this time. I thought Jack did a really good job with the SSH. Yeah. Both, both aspects. Um, and Mills, I got a good, I, I, I really liked seeing Mills for the same reason Connor. Jack said. Yeah. Uh, O'Connor, yeah. Yeah, Mills and like, didn't see Mills. Not a whole lot anyway. Yeah. She he was, was doing great in the background. I'm fading. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Okay. O'Connor was great. And I I got a good feel for O'Connor in this session. Yeah, it was good to get to actually play with her a little bit because she's mm -hmm. normally she's normally kind of sidelined. There's not a whole lot of use for her. Mm -hmm. Um though I think um with with Foxwell being our our kind of season enemy-ish. I want to see more O'Connor Tong teaming up against him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that was fun a couple of episodes back. I may, I may have to promote him a little bit because uh, as a PC, Lieutenant is fine. As an NPC, he may need a higher rank. Mm. <laughs> okay with so, so Tong can't countermand him anymore. <laughs> you should just retcon him to be Lieutenant Commander. That's probably what I'll do. Or I'll just have him promoted while he's here because, you know, why not? Because that that adds even more frustration to Tong and them. Like, ah, oh, he got promoted. What the hell? I <laughs> damn it! He's done nothing um, but even a boss. I I really thought uh, he did a great job with Desavi, uh, playing the diplomatic middleman between Ambrose and uh, Foxwell, and yeah. and balancing the both logical pragmatic side of. Uh, rebooting Eva and the ethical side of rebooting. I really like that little speech you put on there. Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure out how to take that that argument to its uh, to a conclusion at some point. Like, because I I measure a man is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I mean, it's one of the best episodes of Star Trek, but I'd really I don't know how to do anything like that in this. But I think that moment of having to f determine some level of whether or not Eva is a uh, sentient uh, may have to happen. Cause I think that's, I think that's Foxwell's. I don't, I don't know Foxwell's full motivation yet because I, I've played him for, you know, not even a whole session, mm -hmm. but uh, I know it as a PC when he was a PC, the idea was that he would eventually acclimate and, you know, he, he could eventually acclimate and move on, although he didn't have to, but uh, I don't know that he has to do that now. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't see any reason he has to. Yeah, I'll just see how this plays out. I don't know. And the new SSH issue, I'm sure, is going to compound that even more. Yeah. That rolls into my, um, what did you your character learn today? Because Dasavi learned that she is having an inner struggle. Because she was, like, not Ambrose levels of the ship can hear us all the time and I don't love it. But she was like, "This it's a ship. It's a program. Fucking EMH. Pain in my ass. I don't want anything to do with it. And now she's having to rethink Eva. Okay, that was all right. And now she really has to rethink SSH. And she's thinking, she, like, in the back of her head, she's like, shit. Mm-hmm. Do I also need to rethink the EMH? Yeah. It's a lot of questions when it comes to the sentience of these AIs. Mm-hmm. So, um, what a uh, good idea, bad idea for today. I think that would be a good one to do for today. I think a good idea, bad idea. I don't particularly have one, but man, I can think there could be some. The reintegration of the SSH, both good idea and bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think the way it was, yeah, the, the way it was done, um, depending on how you wind up rolling with that, that Jack, and that kind of affront to your your personhood with him just like mm-hmm. digging his fingers about you. Um that that could be the good idea, bad idea there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was a really good idea that we bring his robot body on board the ship. I think that's a great way to get him on away missions. Yeah. I like the idea. I was thinking about it. Uh one of the robots you guys had encountered in the original time on Holleran Station was almost cybernetic. It was like a human that had been rotting away around a machine. Right. That got me thinking, you know, you guys could totally build one or take one of these more advanced machines and either, you know, put some skin on it or put holographic projectors on it so that it could project mm-hmm. one of the two or three, you know, advanced AIs you have aboard ship at its leisure. That's kind of a good idea. I like the idea of that. And it's an yeah. autonomous... Be- it, it it would be a remote control device. It would not have the autonomy of like data, but it could be pretty close. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do whatever Jack wants to do. Yeah. I was actually thinking the exact same thing, set up a, a force field system around the robot so that you could bounce the hot, because holographic uh, projectors rely on triangulation. So you can't just right. put one on a robot but if you bounce it off of force fields, right. which uh, the SSH is actually has has a focus on, he could maintain the force fields, bounce the holograms off of the force field, and maintain his own projection. Right. Yeah. There. I, I mean, whatever the reasoning we do it, like the robots are advanced pieces of machinery. We can. We that can. Too. We can do this. It'll be a thing we can. We could figure out. I like the idea. It's something we could certainly work yeah, on. So. I'm all for that. All right. If you could change one thing about this session, what would it be? Yeah, I don't have anything. Like it was a good, it was a good ass session. Yeah. No notes. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> I've blocked three people today. Um, the only thing I think I would change is uh, I would have liked to have had a little bit more uh, trial runs on my technical side to get the stuff more right. But yeah, that is uh, a thing that happens, and I will. I have solved most of the problems going forward so you know if another good idea bad idea yeah uh i love the 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 making notes i 
I would love it if we name everything we discover in that thing. I enjoyed that. And I want to keep, I want to keep doing that. Yeah. I've named a few things, uh, but, um, there are, that will come up later, but you guys can name whatever you want, whatever you want, because this is all new exploration. This is never, it's an uncharted space. This is, that's my jam. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, man, I, I'm really excited now that we're pretty much done with Holler Run to go explore that ridiculous amount of habitable worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Five systems and maybe up to 50 planets or 50 class M or class inhabitable spaces. It's not all class M. So, yeah. Okay. Is there, I think you can also survive on like class. Class shit, L's. Class L's or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the uh, just, just uh, not too cold or just not too hot sort of environment. Right. So yeah, there, there are upwards of possibly 50 places that you can explore. Plus the Aharan are known to be there and the maelstrom that's out there. And yeah, a lot of good stuff. I cannot wait to explore. I'm looking mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Comment? Anything like that? All right. Uh, actually, I think, I think the only thing I would have changed from this episode would have been a cameo from the Aboriginal robots. I think it would have been really cool to see how they have developed over this last year. I had planned it. I actually got the pictures and I had Evelyn find the name for me uh, of the one that you guys had encountered, but it didn't mm-hmm. come up as, as I was kind of hoping that I, I was kind of thinking I would have O'Connor stray off far enough to encounter them, but I didn't feel it fit quite right anywhere. I did want to do it though. There, I do have more for them. So um, I just didn't think it fit real nicely. We can always come back. Yeah, we can we always can come back. run a fairly, um, you know, reoccurring. Yeah, well, Halloran, Halloran Station is now kind of the new Narendra for the area you're in. So mm-hmm. Narendra will be like your kind of the over here stuff, and Halloran is your kind of over here stuff. So yeah, uh, and and giving the disproportionate numbers of non-Starfleet personnel and Starfleet personnel, I'm sure there could be a lot of like, um, you know, as you said, shanty town problems yeah. that come up. Yep. Yep, Faction, factionalizing and you know resource hoarding and whatever maybe i'm kind of picturing halloran station to be like st louis circa 1820 1830 a lot of people moving here because they're going to go that way shortly but there's mm. you know stuff out there that they don't want to go with. they want to wait until it's slightly safer and someone's built a fort somewhere so mm. uh, you know the whole gateway to the west kind of thing so that was my that was my inspiration for this episode or for this this season was the gateway to the west stuff. So cool. All right, I don't have anything else. You guys don't have anything else. Evelyn looks like she's about to pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, I think, did fall asleep there for a minute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, call it a night. I we will be back in two weeks. Um, two weeks. Uh, I always, every time I think of the word two weeks, this phrase two weeks, I think of the original Total Recall. The head comes off. Anyway, uh, it's worth a watch, the original Total Recall. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. I've got some episodes I need to get up. I think I did not get up last episode of this show. So there'll be two episodes for the live stream coming up on the podcast um, and edited. Um, I've also got to do the stuff for the Patreon, which will be all the uncut episodes which we're going to start i've started recording 
the Zoom calls as well. So that's what I'll put out, I'll be putting up on uh, Patreon is those uncut episodes so that you can see without all of the other stuff, the the more raw, plus all the stuff that we talk about on breaks and all that stuff. So it'll be a more of a behind the scenes look at how we do things here. Um, so yeah, that's what we got going on. I got nothing else. Like, I like the brief moment of horror from Brian as he processes <laughs> shit. What have I said on breaks? Yeah. It would have been nice to know that that was going to be public. <laughs> so, so far is only one. This will be the, this will be the first episode that'll do that with. So okay. um, I that told is you good not to, know, to call though. our audience assholes, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and if it's really bad stuff, I will, I will, uh, people are paying to see it. So it's right. okay. Yeah, more. <laughs> Try and make it worth their while. <laughs> there, will, there will be spoilers. There will be yeah. spoilers for anyone who's who's sure. on that, and that's all stuff that we'll make sure that is known if you do the Patreon. Um, again, you can find all the stuff at the link tree uh, that is posted in the links. Also, it'll be the description of all the stuff. Uh, if you use link tree and how it works, it's Studio Tembo. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, all the places that you would want us. Uh, so you can find Jack and a bunch of the places at the People's Ascension. Um, Lots of new content, even more coming. Yep. Always more content to be had. So on that note, uh, let's go ahead and call it an evening. Thanks and so long. Uh, so long and thanks for all the fish is the word I was trying to come up with. I'll see you guys. <laughs>